video drum long live the new flesh right guys long live the new flesh long live the new flesh yeah so this is coin ops and boy this is gonna be a fucking fun one i like this movie uh <laughs> shadow link do you like this movie oh yeah hell yeah scum oh, i love this movie <laughs> hell yeah you do yeah. you picked it well, i mean yes, well, i did scum, this is this is actually your favorite movie of all time this is one right? of my favorite movies yes yeah. holy shit well uh yeah so this is the 1983 film video drum it's directed by david cronenberg you, you you know, like I don't even need to read this, but it's <laughs> he did Dead Ringers, which is that fucked up Jeremy Irons movie about twin gynecologists, man, like really <laughs> yep. buckle up. Yeah. Uh, then there's The Fly, uh, a movie I have to this day never finished watching because when Gina Davis has the maggot baby, I just can't hang. <laughs> God. Scanners, which I have watched so many times. Dude, I've scanners, watched... Scanners is a very good one, too. Yeah, Crash, but I didn't watch this one. I watched the bad one that won the Oscar. In I am so sorry. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I need to Crash see is really fucking weird, let me tell yeah. you. But Elias uh, Cotez and yeah. James He's Spader, so like, probably some of the best best stuff I've seen them in it, actually. Yeah. Uh, honestly. Yeah. Well, one of the best um, premises of a film. Yeah. yeah. So fucking well, weird. It, it, we'll get into it. It definitely fits in as oeuvre. Oh, yeah. But he he also did Eastern Promises, which kicked ass and has one of the best naked bathhouse fist fights I've ever fucking seen in my life. History of Violence. History of Violence, which is excellent. Existence. He did Naked Lunch and is a fan of the book. I think he did about as good as anybody could have done. Yeah. I mean, it's great. You know, it's got fucking Peter Weller, right? Uh, He did Rabid and he also did Cosmopolis, which I do believe was like. The beginning of Robert I, Pattinson's I still, Yeah, I still yeah. need to see that one. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I never saw that one either. Like, I'm interested. I think it's it's very difficult for uh, like for someone who's into cyberpunk not to know who Cronenberg is because mm-hmm. I mean it's it's not like he's really he's really only dipped his toes into the water. I think I mean, for with the genre, sake. but like his his stuff is very is very like very tangential to the genre, well, to he, the genre. specifically. He, yeah. I mean, he never, ever like just sits down and is like, okay, well I'm going to make this kind of movie, you know, like this genre of film, it's going to oh, yeah. be shuttled somewhere, but like yeah. he's for fuck's sake, they named it. He, his name is a process in an episode of Rick and Morty. Yeah. world. Uh, so, uh, back okay. when Rick and Morty was actually watchable, I I fell off. I mean, it's funny, but I just it's funny. I, but you I, know. I was never one of those guys that's like, oh, you gotta see it. You don't get yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's, it's not. Might not be your taste. I don't know. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. So all the makeup in this movie, which is uh, considerable, is done by the uh, just unequaled Rick Baker. 
who I'm a just massive fan of. He's yeah. done like he was like an assistant uh, special effects guy on The Exorcist. He did It's Alive, which is about a fucked up monster baby. <laughs> that one. <laughs> That one, I wow, I can't believe I was allowed to watch that when I was a kid. Uh, he did the <laughs> he did the effects in the nineteen seventy six King Kong and also starred in it. He did Squirm with uh, John Landis. Um, you might know him from a little movie. It's kind of indie. It's a little obscure, but it's called Star Wars. Yeah, he was the guy. Um, he did the. Uh, I wish amazing. we lived in that universe. I yeah. wish we lived in that universe where Star Wars had never become as huge as it. It was so good for a moment, you know. Yeah, shining moment in my youth. Uh, he made American then, like Werewolf. it was just a whole forty years of disappointment afterwards. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I, I, I liked Rogue One. Uh, you know, sure, it was all right. Give a shout out to that. But yeah, uh, boy, Solo was really flat. Anyway, yeah. um, American Werewolf in London. Yeah, and then you know because he pulled that off, and I think won a fucking Oscar for it. Uh, he also went on to do the howling and then michael jackson's thriller video yeah uh so he's real big into werewolves for a hot second and then he did Starman uh with uh, jeff bridges he did harry and the hendersons coming to america gorillas in the mist not gremlins but gremlins 2 the new batch <laughs> in many ways a superior film he did the rocketeer he did wolf with jack nicholson he did ed wood batman forever the nutty yeah. professor with uh, uh, uh eddie murphy uh, the Frighteners, that great Michael J. Fox, uh, Peter Jackson film. Um, if you've never seen it, that's a really you good, know. funny horror movie. Uh, he did Escape from L.A., Men in Black, oh, Wild, Wild West. Yo, I was yeah. like, I've never seen any of these movies the whole way through, except for Wild Wild West and uh, that other one that you just said. Oh, <laughs> Men in Black? No, uh, before that. Oh, Escape from L.A. Yeah, yeah. Because, of he course... Well, he did the Marky Mark Planet of the Apes uh, in 2001. He did Men in Black 2, The Ring, Hellboy, Tropic Thunder, Tron Legacy, and Men in Black 3. This And and this isn't even just the tip of it. This isn't even like 20% of the fucking things he's done. Like, it's just a massive list. When you're you're good at FX in Hollywood, it's like you just become the guy, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, he. They they speak about him and Rob Bottin as like, yeah. like, you know, some of like the pinnacles. Yeah, like this is as good as it got with practical effects, you know. And uh, yeah. and then the, the score to this movie is by Howard Shore, who has done like he did The Brood, he did Scanners, he did After Hours, The Fly, Big, Dead Ringers, Postcards from the Edge, Silence of the Lambs, Naked Lunch, Single White Female, wow. Sliver, and Butterfly, which is also a Cronenberg movie, I think. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, Philadelphia, Ed Wood, Nobody's Fool, Seven, The Truth About Cats and Dogs, Crash, Striptease, The Game, Existence, Analyze This, Dogma, High Fidelity, The Cell, The Lord of the Rings Trilogy, Wow, uh, Panic Room, Spider, The uh, Hobbit Trilogy, for fuck's sake, wow. uh, Gangs of New York, The <laughs> Aviator, History of Violence, the 2005 King Kong that Peter Jackson did, which he, I think... Rick Baker starred in that one, but didn't do any of the effects for it. That is is a smorgasbord. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, no, there's still like The Departed, Easter Promises, A Dangerous Method, Hugo, which is super fucker underrated. And uh, he did Cosmopolis as well as like just shit tons of other things, as well as like independent symphonies and things that he's done, like uh, just other compositions. I'm aware of him because of of Lord of the Rings, but obviously. Well, that's yeah, he got to start with these guys, like yeah. the Cronenbergs and the Landis's and shit. Like he yeah. he was there right at the fucking, you know, end of the 70s. He'd done stuff earlier than that, but like right there at like the end of the 70s. 
and he's just he's an institution now you know like he just knows you, you call him up you're gonna get a good soundtrack just go with it so but enough of, enough of that jibber jab uh scum you picked this movie walk us through this fucking waking oh. nightmare of joy <laughs> it is a solid 80 something minutes it is uh, it's like yeah 89 isn't it it's not yeah. even a 90 yeah this is a tight <laughs> tight fucking movie yeah man i saw this one i shown of and it explains a lot about the person <laughs> and uh yeah this is the movie i would tell people where it's like oh well what do you what are you into and i'm like i show them this and if they're still interested you know so <laughs> let's get into it starts off video drum title screen tells you nothing <laughs> about what the film is just radio it's just tv static it's just a cool word man yeah, yeah. Then it, go, it switches to, you know, a TV just switches on, and it's like a guy in bed. It's like Civic TV. The the uh, it's the it's the wake up all. It's like Civic TV. The TV you take to bed with you. It's <laughs> Civic TV channel eighty three cable twelve. Yep. And I just have in my notes what a dedicated secretary because it's just uh, this woman, this lady on the on this. It switches to her talking, and it's like a wake up call for our main character. And yeah. I guess she makes these for him every day yeah. of saying like, hey, you have a meeting at 630 with Mr. Takashi to pick that up. And that's her first meeting of the day. Oh, 630 a.m. Just broadcast on TV. Yeah. yeah. Well, no. <laughs> well, we find out it's she makes these tapes for him every fucking day at yeah. some point. Every day. I miss every day. Yeah, yeah, She's, yeah. She, she, she gives him one to take home at one point. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he sets the timer so that his TV uh, automatically turns on and plays a fucking tape, and that's his wake up. This okay, is that makes plot. sense. So, yeah, so they're not, they're not look, broadcasting it on the station. No, 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 fucking silly. But, no. Yeah. But, that, man, Bridie is fucking awesome. Yeah, she's, like, she's uh, so good. She's such a sweet yeah. character, and she's uh, the only sweet character. And She it, really is. It, you know? It, oh, God, we'll get into it. We'll get to that. We'll get to that point of, like, how wonderful she is but mm. yeah best secretary in the face of the planet uh and w- max roll wakes up and rolls out of bed and uh we re- we are introduced well, to I, I want to make a point like there's there's an interesting like little sound cue there uh like right when the tv just kind of snaps off he like it makes it look as though like the gesture that max makes as he's waking up uh like turned it off right yeah. yeah he was but like i think it's just like his off balancedness yeah it could have been a few that like the chunk of when it turns itself off you know mm. shit was mm. loud back then so yeah. that could have woken him up yeah it was i thought that was interesting like the timing was perfect so i think that could indicate a few things i don't know <laughs> it was just interesting that you know there are a few frames devoted to that effect specifically yeah. It's, it's just ominous is what it is. Oh, really. yeah. Because it's the beginning of the film. Yeah. But it, I mean, it sets the tone very well, I think. Yeah. I mean, we set the, I mean, you get that, but then it immediately goes to, like, we're introduced to Max Ran, a man who makes espresso with a dirty uh, espresso maker. And yeah. uh, just Looks puts at, pe- uh, stills of a nude woman while eating cold pizza and getting sauce on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it places a wreck. Like, you just again, like, what was yeah. it? Oh, it was just saying he's just like chuckling at this. Yeah, it's like you don't know what it is yet. It's like like weird geisha nude yeah. woman, and yeah. like it, it, he's mixing his uh, coffee with a pizza crust. Yeah, he's dipping like, his pizza crust in the coffee. I was like, all right, man, all right. Yeah, they yeah. really established the whole low life uh, 
uh, visuals, I think. And this, this is the first like 90 seconds of the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that's it's just pop, pop, pop. Oh, you know who he is now. You know, yeah, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. God, it's so deft. <laughs> like it's storytelling really, this is really it, really good it immediately establishes like you know unlike let's say i don't know strange days where well you know just like strange days a lot of ways where it's like oh well, you know immediately what this person is like and he's like but he's not a fuck up as you'll learn he's just small time i guess mm-hmm. as far yeah. as tv stations go I mean, he runs he's a niche. network that's what he yeah is. he runs a network so it's not like he's like a fuck up but he's just like i don't know a fucking wreck i guess i don't know <laughs> Well, I guess if he, if he existed today, okay. he'd be like he'd be like three, four rungs up from a podcaster, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. You know, you still have to organize things. You still have to put stuff in order. But then, you know, he's got like shows, and you know, th- this whole idea that he he has to like buy shows, and he has these like weird agents he goes through, which is really fun. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah, oh, we'll get yeah, it. it's it's such a unique take on like the future of television. It seems like this is supposed to be like what nineteen eighty nine or something. Uh, maybe well, but 83 it's, it's, i mean it's, it could be well, 82 83 yeah. it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem quite like 83 to me though no, because it's, it's just, totally out of time yeah. yeah because there's there is just there is so much emphasis on the tech and i know that you know oh, yeah. working at at a tv station in the 80s was probably you know the the most cutting edge that you could be at that point other than a lot of cranks and buttons but, and shit compared to now yeah yeah, yeah. but now it's just uh, some fucking software organizing it you know but yeah. like back then you had to like hit your mark yeah you know what i mean and it's i love that tactility of this you know what i mean everything in this movie you have to fucking move or touch Mm -hmm. there are no remotes you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. necessarily but like it's not a that's the point everything is tethered somehow we're gonna get into this though like i i have a lot of thoughts on this or reaches out and touches you (laughs) (laughs) it bites yeah (laughs) so max ends up his first meeting he he goes to a hotel. He goes to this weird sleazy hotel to, for his first meeting at six thirty, which is with these Japanese businessmen. And uh, he's like, oh, "I'm interested." And what he realizes that he's looking for a show. That that's what the stills were, and it's called Samurai mm-hmm. Dreams, mm-hmm. which I guess is a soft course porn thing that he wants to put on his uh, network. Possibly, well, they well, want him to. They he, want him to. He's yeah. being the. He's playing hardball. <laughs> Yeah, it's straight it's, up uh, has to watch yeah. the last episode first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and this immediate, well, yeah, yeah, and this. I don't think it's. I don't think it was necessarily like the whole thing was soft for. I think that if oh, they imply okay. that it's well, he says that my my viewers don't watch the first two or three shows. He, yeah, they watch yeah. the last show, right? And I uh, oh, oh, and that kind of implies that you know it's just that it's been building up to this sort of. To this sex scene, which I, is really fucking goofy. I think. Well, oh, that established. That's what I was going to say. Is like we immediately get established of what kind of TV station he's. Oh running yeah. Is yeah. like it's just like well, it's Cinemax. What it's like see. it's like a small version of Cinemax. Yeah. What, right. Yeah. No. For real. And what you see, what they show you from this movie, is a like. Uh, well, I'll get into that, but like, it's it's just this woman in a kimono, and she like kneels in front of this like little looks like a doll okay and then she takes the little hat off the doll and then she takes like the the kimono off the doll and it's the strangest looking wooden dildo i've ever seen in my it's life penis. <laughs> it's weird it's like it's very veiny it's very veiny but like the head of it is like off center yeah. it almost it almost looks like 
Well, like they had to obscure it, I, I'm sure, for uh, in, right. in order to not make yeah. a movie at <laughs> 17. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I mean, well, here's the fun part. Like, so I got lucky. I went, I went to this like used record shop and they had the Criterion video drum and they have all of the footage on there of Samurai Dreams that they made for the movie, which is like about five, six minutes Whoa. long. And okay, so what you see happens. And then, you know, here she is, like she's topless and she's pleasuring herself. And then two samurai show up at the door (laughs) and it slides open behind her. And they're like, they got their hands on their swords. And uh, then they take their masks off. And it's this like beautiful white dude with a beard and this beautiful black woman. And in the next scene, they're having a whole threesome. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, well, really tasteful. Like if I can, I can say it because it, it doesn't look like it's just to pleasure the man in the threesome. Like it's, it's really interesting. It's a very interesting thing that they went and filmed all of this. Cause you don't even see those two in the movie. No, well, I was, I was thinking about that of like, you know, how much they filmed of this, right? Like yeah, this is about six minutes. Yeah. It never, <laughs> appears, it never appears again. Like, no. but here's this whole other thing inside this thing you're watching. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> There's a couple of them too. The, the other long one that they have are all of the, and we, we, we haven't seen it yet, but it's like all of the Videodrome footage. Oh yeah. In, in mm-hmm. sequence, they have yeah. like everything, which <laughs> I'm jealous you actually do see a lot of, like yeah. to be fair, there isn't a lot you're missing out on. It's just how long they go for and stuff. Yeah. Anyhow. So yeah, so, they're debating so, whether or not to grab this fucking show for the network. Yeah. Right? Cause it's, it, we get back to, we go to Ren and his uh, other two partners in his TV mm-hmm. station who run it and they're watching it. One of them is like, I don't know. Oriental sex is natural. And I'm like, I'm like what? Well, the one guy thinks it, he's like, it'll get them an audience they've never had. Before. Yeah. The, other, the other guy's like, it's not tacky enough to turn me on. It's got too much class. Yeah, basically, he's like, ah, it's not, it's not hard enough, you know. We want something tough, you know. Um, like, basically, it's kind of like, and we'll, we'll get to the scene. Don't worry, I'm not gonna go into it. Basically, he wants something he doesn't, he doesn't know exists yet. Right. Yeah. He's looking yeah. for something tough. You know, something yeah. tough. Something not soft. You know? Yeah. So we switch. Okay, there's a lot of like sudden scene shifts. So we just mm-hmm. from that scene, we switch from to Har- to we go to Harlan's pirate lab because yeah, we, we see get this a, like. Mm-hmm. Well, we have that satellite dish scene. Yeah, yeah. like the satellite. Just like the highest of tech. <laughs> yeah, at the time, yes. It was like a satellite repositioning itself. And uh, so Max is with Harlan. Harlan is like a tech, a techie in his company who he's atta- who he's tasked with uh, making an illicit pirate operation mm-hmm. to basically comb the airwaves to try to find things from all over the world I, to like basically put on his network, like mm-hmm. probably illegally. But this is what you could, this is early pirating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is yeah. what you had to do back in the day. Yeah. It's a pirate broadcast station that's like got a got an address. Yo. You know, and, yeah. and mail goes to it. Yo. <laughs> Whoa. But yeah, Harlan found something and he only has 53 seconds of it because it's like it, it was, it shrugged off his him looking for it from a satellite. And it was called Videodrome. And he's not sure like what it is. So he looks at it and it's basically just a woman getting like prep but okay so let's set up because we're going to see this we're going to see this room a few times in this film it is a red room with pillars and a black floor with these two usually two people two we assume men but it's like two people dressed with like black hoods 
and uh, butcher's aprons. So butcher's aprons are like these chain mail thing, chain mail, basically. Real strong, like medieval executioner vibes. Yes. And in this moment, they have a woman in a smock and they're pressing her up against what looks like this really porous wall. And yeah, Max comments like clay. Yeah, yeah, Max comments on it and he's like, what is that? Then Harlan's like, ah, I think it's like electrified clay, you know, which I've never heard of before or since mm-hmm. this movie. Mm-hmm. I know a lot about kink and that's not something I've ever heard about. <laughs> I would be there. These are your ways to electrocute people. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. And the clay looks wet. So that, you know, it makes sense. I guess sure. it's, it's elaborate yeah, though. It is a wall of it. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, it's yeah. like 10 feet by like 20 feet or something like so that. So he's watching and he's like, what is this? And he's like, you know, I, I don't know. It's like, it's, I got 53 seconds of it. Then it fizzles out, but he's deaf. But Max is like, you know, intrigued. He's got the hooks in yeah. Him. Yep. Yeah. He's got the hooks in him and he wants to like yep. see more. And then <laughs> Max like comments on this sign that Harlan was making of like, um, what was it? This way to the pirates cave right. or something. And he's like, Harlan, <laughs> this is a clandestine operation. Can you like clean up? He's like, yeah, see patron, like patron, yeah. you know, and yeah. he just beats the sign. Yeah. <laughs> I always love that. Harlan's, Harlan's interesting. And I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like he's great. I was, yeah. I was, he is, he is. But I was like, this is another case of like, I, I don't know if he's white or if he does actually have like uh have like Spanish or uh Mexican um Yeah, if he's like, affecting so, it yeah. or if it's actually cuz that's the only word he says. He's he's not oh, yeah. speaking he says, Spanish yeah. or whatever. You know, he's, And he he's, doesn't he doesn't even say a patron. He says he sometimes just says patron. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Maybe so, they drink a lot of tequila. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Which no again, 1983 movie of its time. He also has like an like, unidentifiable accent though. So Yeah. 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 Again, you don't know. But he's I mean, in, he, he could yeah. he could be Portuguese too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. He's, he's great. He's like yeah. every time or, for, or, for a good portion of the movie. Anytime he shows up, I'm all like, "Oh, cool!" You yeah. know, I like this guy. He's fun. Yeah, yeah he's I mean, likable. He, yeah. yeah, he's the, the actor. What's his name? Um, I have it right here. Uh, Peter Dvorsky. He's he's making the fucking most of his part. Yeah, like he's he's really like there. Look. There are no bad performances in this movie. No, oh yeah, no. like, it's crazy. Like, there's yeah. not even a moment where I'm just like, "That's out of no." It fits. It fits. <laughs> the rules of this movie make it fit. Like, that's everyone said. Yeah, yeah, everyone is so good in this movie. I was joking that like, mm. bad. Never mind. But the point is, is like everyone's so good in this film. It's really weird. Like, yeah, it's like a piece that just fits in properly. And well, I mean, mm. it's it's partially like just. Good fucking directing. Uh, David yeah. Cronenberg yeah. really knows how to tell a story, and like, if you watch all, like all of his movies have like yeah. a noir slant to them. So I mean, that I never. They, I'm not going to say this, that necessarily makes a story good, but like, well, he it, it he does it got, does help. He got the performances he wanted from him, and it's his directing style is interesting because there's like a, a couple of other. Well, we'll talk about it, but there's like there was this one behind the scenes uh, feature on here that was like promos that they used to throw out back in the day mm-hmm. like they always had shows on saturday mornings where you know if you didn't go to the movie theater they would just show you a bunch of trailers you know yeah. from like 11 30 to 12 or something oh, like that yeah, yeah and sometimes they would have these little featurettes in the middle and this was like one of them it was like five minutes or something like that but they're, they're, he's talking about like his directing style and he's really hands-off like he basically just has kind of a conversation with the actor they know he, he like this is what i want to make happen yeah that the actor then, does they put in the work to hey how, how about this like yeah. it's very back and forth but he's not he, he doesn't have like an iron fist on set which i found to be pretty fucking interesting considering <laughs> like 
his subject matter all the time. Yeah, very, I, I, I thought the first time I heard you know? that. Yeah, no, like, he seems like a really cool dude. He does. Like, well, it it strange. I mean, I don't know. Maybe he just has like some sort of mind melt technique that he uh, <laughs> uses on all his actors, and they he's just very, all he's they because he's they all calm. seem very much on the same page. He's very calm um, and he's he's yeah. very thoughtful. You know, yeah. like and which, and you know, uh, just. If uh, just a few words to fucking big business, not that you're going to listen, but like, that's how you do it. That's how you get uh, people Loyalty. to like fucking perform for you is right. Let them do to, their fucking job. Yeah. Give them space. So fuck you guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> tell us what you really think. <laughs> so we, we, we're, we go from the, from uh, his interest to video drum. He leaves, Harlan's lab, and suddenly he we switch to Max on the talk show, The Rena King Show. <laughs> this is another one of many wonderful scenes. This is bonkers. To God, yeah, it is. Oh, it's like man. so normal too. Like everyone's like, "Yeah, there's yeah. a man on the TV, and he's talking to us." Okay. <laughs> we have Rena King. We have Rena King. We have Max. We have Nikki, and we have Brian Oblivion. O- Brian Oblivion on a television uh. set. Yeah. So good. He's he's not in the studio. He's literally on like a stand on a TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just there. And he's a guest on this show. So like my notes are on this are pretty scarce because it's literally like a harmless outfit outlet for their frustrations and then immediately underline, underline, underline Brian Oblivion. <laughs> yeah, no, this oh man. There's just, and there is so much to talk about in this scene too. So yeah. Like well, like the setup for it, even though there's the screen, it could also just be a person on remote. It doesn't look that strange to us because yeah. that's how they used to have to do that shit. You know, they just basically bring out the AV cart with the fucking TV on it and then they have a well, delay. Well, it doesn't look strange whatever. to us, but maybe in 1983, I don't know how big telepresence was. No, that's what I'm saying. That looks pretty weird to me. Like, no, yeah, I'm just saying. You know, that was the thing, you know, like they didn't picture before picture and picture got really good. You know what yeah. I mean? Before yeah. they had to just cut from this reporter in the studio to that one on the street, like they, they would sometimes do stuff like this and, and they would do this on talk shows and stuff like Donahue would do this every now and then. Yeah, but this is like him leaning this, in and looking at you at a certain angle or like, oh, no, no, that's what's weird about like, it. That's yeah. what, that, that's it's weirder later. Yeah. When you, like, I'm still bothered by this moment, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, like the way that this I mean, and this scene is also very important, I think, because it lays out thematically um or at least for the first for the first act uh lays out sort of the themes because Rena is talking to uh max and uh nikki what's what's her last name brand oh, brand yeah, yeah. nikki brand um who is a what what's her uh debbie harry she's the lead singer of blondie it's her first i think this is her first big movie oh yeah yeah, yeah. She to, well i mean I just meant yeah. what, what's her uh, oh, uh she's like, like her a, occupation. She's like yeah, she's like kind of like a talk ther- therapist. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, no, wait. It. Before before any of this though, this thing does a really cool thing. As the camera pans up to the set, and you just before you hear any of them talk, it plants this idea in your head of I'm watching a television talk show. Yeah. And that's a very normal normal thing. And within seconds, it fucking flies off the rails. <laughs> yeah. Like the second Rena talks to Max and says something about like, uh, you know, your, your your network shows softcore pornography and hardcore violence. Why? And now it's like, whoa, okay. And then he's like, 
well, it's not, you know, he, he's like, it's economics, you know, we're small. Yeah. We have to give the audience something they can't get anywhere mm-hmm. else, Shit, you know? And then Rena's yeah. like, well, don't you think your network contributes to a social climate of violence and, you know, sexual ways? And like, do you care? And he's like, I, yeah, I care. I care enough to put it here so people can see it yeah. so that, like, they're not acting on it. And as far as I'm concerned, yeah, I'm a fucking hero for it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that's, an interesting, that's an interesting view because well, he like, makes, yeah, he makes, he, he makes, makes the point. argument. Yeah. yeah. He does make a good point, but it's, it's within also the that next, it's well, it's yeah. in, within the next few moments that you yeah. realize what kind of a person you realize exactly what kind of a person <laughs> Max oh, yeah. Brand is. Oh, yeah. Because right. I don't I don't remember exactly what Nikki Brand uh, has to say at first. No, oh, I just, okay, I have it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I took notes, bro. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, no, I, hit, I, us, hit us. Hit us. With Rena, Rena turns it to to Nikki and says, "Like, uh, do do you think that you know what he's doing is socially positive?" And Nikki's like, "I, I think you know we live in overstimulated times and that we crave stimulation for its own <laughs> sake, yeah. whether it's tactile, sexual, emotional, and and that's bad." And then Max cuts in with, "So why'd you wear that dress?" And it's like, <laughs> yep. and now, it's not even like a, it's not even like any sort of revealing dress. It's just red. No, no it's, it's just a really bright red dress. You know, yeah, it's yeah. Just showing very little leg actually, and yeah, it's a yeah. very chaste dress. Which is the first part of this joke because yeah. the second part of this joke is being like, "Oh, that's fucking trope again," because yeah. it gets like immediately like subverted, and he doesn't come off out, you know, looking good. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> you know, she, well, she's, she, like, she's like sorry and he's like the dress it's very stimulating it's red you know what freud would have said about the dress and then she owns it she's like yeah he would have been right i admit it i live in a highly excited state of you know overstimulation and <laughs> he <laughs> fucking <laughs> is so turned on by that he's like literally on he's a like, talk literally, show he literally <laughs> turns to her like in a beat and says listen i'd really like to take you out to dinner tonight and rita just immediately like this interview is over. Listen, listen, I'm not, I'm not like super savvy with women all the time, but like <laughs> I know to keep it in my pants until I mean, on, on camera while broadcasting. <laughs> Yo, fuck Man. this interview. What, what, what's up? You know, like you want to go out? Like, what? They have an interesting relationship. We're gonna get to it's that. A, they do. It's, they clearly yeah. dig each other, and it's really interesting. But like, oh yeah. So Reddit is like basically like, oh my, well my talk show's done. Fuck. And so she, the TV now. <laughs> yeah. so she turns to Brian Oblivion, which is this um, very academic, balding man with an awesome mustache who's just Ooh. on a TV with his name who, on the box. Who bottom. is this actor? Where, where else have I seen him? Yeah. Uh, Do you guys yeah. know? Jack, Jack Creeley. Okay. Or Creeley. C-R-E-L-E-Y. He's yeah. fucking got such a good voice. Yeah. His voice oh, is incredible. Yeah. Like, it, oh, oh, man. He's perfect. Like, for the, for the part... Yeah, for this, this role specifically, specifically. Oh, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> I love him. Uh, he's so weird. Yeah, he because is. like one of the first things that he says is the retina. Well, no, the, the yeah, the, the, the television is is the re- the retina of the mind's eye. So I oh, yeah. refuse to appear on television unless well, this- it is on. A television. What's <laughs> fucked up yeah. is that this dude is sitting here waiting this whole time. All right. And and this is important, as you'll find out later. But, like, Rhea turns to him and says, do you think violent erotic TV shows lead to desensitization, to dehumanization? And that's when he's like, he does the whole, like, television screen has become a retina of the mind's eye. That's why I refuse to appear on television except on television. And, like, the way you, this whole line reads awesome. Yep. Yeah. And then, then he goes, of course, Oblivion is not the name I was born with. <laughs> 
It's my like, television name. <laughs> <laughs> Someday we will all have special names. And oh, yes. Oh. Names yeah, designed no, to make the cathode ray tube resonate. You know, it's like, like it's it's what? he it's kind of fucking chilling, just like weird seeing him there for like at first, but then when mm-hmm. he starts like the moment that he starts talking, like oh, yeah. this there is an there is a certain feeling of unease that just like mm-hmm. sets in. And yes, <laughs> because this guy is just seems so fucking culty, you know? Yeah, well, like and then later you find out that that wasn't live. All right, yeah. hold on. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't live, but like it, that has the reason this has like a really good analog to like today is you can almost take what he said and apply it to like the internet, like most of this film. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like someday we will all have special names. We have special sure. names. We all have we usernames. Do. Like it's all yeah. it, whether he realized it or not. It's like that is a perfect analog. Yeah, I, yeah he, he called that out. I think, he called out like Twitter culture. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think the best way to sum it up is. Uh, William Gibson may have predicted the uh, like the mechanical side of the internet, but yeah, like this movie really this movie really uh, predicted the what like what the what the internet does to us, the spiritual part of the internet. Let's yeah, say. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The squishy shit that you can't really like put down on paper. Exactly. Like, it's usually the, meta- like, yeah. the metaphysics of the internet. <laughs> uh, you know, because like, well, you know, there's two things going on in this movie. It's telling you a story, but then the film is also fucking with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fairly, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fairly, <laughs> like it's fairly fucking with you. Like it's not doing that bad mystery shit where it you know withholds information. No, it's all there. Oh, you yeah. just don't know where it goes. And then yeah. when you figure out where it goes, you go back to this interview and you go, "Wait a minute, motherfucker on the TV. How?" how? You know, and it's it's mind blowing shit. And then, well, like after this whole fucking oblivion thing, Rita turns it back to Nikki and goes, "Is Max Ren a menace to society?" And she just, without missing a beat, goes, "I'm not sure. He's certainly a menace to me." Yeah. <laughs> she, oh, in, I love that. Oh man, in that like 1980s tact that I that I I'm I'm proud of women for like getting rid of for the most part of. Well, yeah, cocaine's like, a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, she's really good at this. I like her character a lot. She's yeah. like, definitely more than just like the love interest in this, which we will no. get to. Yeah. No, no. But, she's, so wow. we, so, so yeah. it, it becomes clear that like they, they have a thing because he shows up at like her job. We learn that, yeah, her job is like, um, what did you call it? Like a oh, radio uh, talk therapy. Yeah. It's, it's a CRAM. CRAM. Yeah. Yeah, she's- wait, wait, we missed a bit. We- <laughs> huh? So um, he goes back to to Harlan. Yeah, and and Harlan's like Max is talking to him, and they're watching another one of these fucking tapes, right? And Max is like, "What? So when does the the plot start? Like, you know, who who is this black guy? Is he a political prisoner? Because like he he doesn't know what the fuck this is still. Like, video yeah. drum is just red room. Yeah. Dude is like being, you know, he, he's hanging by like some fucking uh, overhead like cuffs on a bar." And Harlan goes like, "There, yeah, there's no plot. It just goes on like that for an hour." And he's like, "Like they're what? whipping the shit out of this dude." Yeah, they're whipping. This you dude. can hear it. Like, yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if uh, certain porn sites watch Videodrome and were like, "Oh, yeah, let's yeah. do that." Rotten.com <laughs> is what exactly that. Oh, we're talking exactly. about like fetish sites, and yes. well, that's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Rotten.com, like way at the beginning, that's where you went to see this shit. Like you, I mean, and it was all. It's terrible. Like, you you would just go there and see, watch a beheading, you know, like it it was really, and it would be like in gift form too and stuff. Like not like flashback then, but like, 
you know, it, that's there, there. And I don't, I don't, I just think there's always been a place like that back to like Tijuana Bibles, you know, back to the Penny Dreadfuls. Like there's oh, yeah. always been there's this a market like, for underground. It. Yeah, yeah, people are interested in it and they're fascinated by it. What's well, my world? Fucking, like that's crazy, the stuff you know? that I'll, like inspired me is like to write and to like get the publishing hilariously enough is like you mentioning like, you know, Penny Dreadfuls and Tijuana Bibles. It's like, yeah, no, like the weird pulp shit is. I love that stuff. Some like, of it's yeah. extremely excellent for context of a time. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, you know, the, that's like, a shit that inspired. You gotta know what it is. Like, you know, but you gotta also understand that people were like making socks unusable. <laughs> God. <laughs> hey, been yeah. a bit on there on the streets. But Max, Max loves this shit, you know, and, and we'll find out why. This is the only second, this is the second time he's seen it, right? So like, he's like, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Can't he talks about there's like, yeah, there's no production costs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, it's incredibly realistic. Where can you even get actors who would do this? Well, and this I mean, is my favorite yeah. fucking thing. This right. is where they figure out that it doesn't come from Malaysia. Because he's like, yeah, it doesn't come from Malaysia. That that thing was a it was a distraction because you know it's ooh, I gotta you know tweak the knobs. They like they like bounce he's the like, signal around or right. whatever. He's like, so where where is it coming from? He goes, Pittsburgh. <laughs> and my note after that is probable <laughs> <laughs> yeah seriously it's kind of like yeah this torture this literal torture and violence where's it coming from pittsburgh that's like, the yeah. worst place the chronicle could think of oh my god i love it. I, it, I love pittsburgh you know like yeah. it's a fucking great city man it really is it's a lot of fucking fun they got oh, the wall man. museum and shit like they got the funicular that goes up mount washington you can look out over the city it's a fucking cool city man and that's where Cronenberg wants to set this like fucking torture shot. <laughs> like, wait. oh god, oh, yep. I, I I do have some jokes on that coming up later. Um, so yeah, no, now we're at yeah, Nikki. Yeah, she's, now we're the, Nikki. she's working, and she's this is one of the most fucked up scenes right here. Just what yeah. she says. To yep. Oh my god. And this is this movie is kind of where I was starting to think like. Maybe like three cis dudes talking about this might like might come off as a little. I don't know. I I just I wish we had uh, I like do. a female guest yeah. guest on yes. this to have yes. some input because it just feels a little too. Well, I don't know. I would like to have a a more round perspective on it. I guess I agree. I and agree. also, it would be a little easier. Ironically, it would be a little easier to, to talk about like this this kind of content with a, with a woman. I think. I yes, because right. so just to, all that to say that like we're extremely aware of who we are and what we're about to talk about here. Yeah, I know what I'm yeah. into, and a lot of it <laughs> is like as we'll say several times throughout the rest of this film. If you yourself sitting right where you are are feeling like any kind of off. Um, feel free to dip out. Yeah, yeah. Like we won't yeah. against you. And also, if you need help, seek that help. There you is know, some like, pretty extreme content. Yeah, yeah. I, I love this movie. This is like me as a person, as a film. But that's also not for everybody. No, no, no. Like no. I am, like I am the person that Videodrome is talking about. I am so desensitized that I was not bothered <laughs> by this film. Oh man, um, but like. Nick, Nikki's talking to this caller who she keeps calling lover. Yeah, I guess that's and her thing. Yeah. That's her thing. Yeah, it'd yeah. be like champ, you know, sure. like, hey yeah. champ. Uh, yeah, I didn't, that, it, it's, it was odd to hear it because like that was like a thing in the 70s. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was a very disco thing to say to people and she's wearing like the headband and the, the whole, you know, 
Olivia Newton-John aerobic outfit. outfit. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> but like Nikki's giving this advice to this woman, and it's it's just like odd. Like she's straight up telling the woman on the phone that she's going insane, like full on, straight up, you're crazy. Yeah, and she's like, it's not good therapy. No, because she's she's not listening. She's like telling her what she feels first of all and she's like she even says at one point she's like i got your number don't i like that's that's what's going on here Mm. and that's always been the bane of like radio therapy shows yeah you know it's like some people are cool to talk to some people that take calls are like really cool to talk to and stuff like that but when you're someone is in this much distress like this woman is dying about the fact that she hates her sister and like it seems like the stuff Nikki's saying doesn't it's not a response it's just the next line well it's a show yeah she has sultry voice she has beautiful voice very like you know very low and mellow you know and uh, I'm sure I'm sure that she would have rationalized that that um, that people come to her for that kind of advice I mean otherwise listen to her because she gives that kind of advice. Yeah, it's almost you know, the exact same thing, Max. Because does, I mean, them. and right, yeah. Except yeah. she's the face of it. She's the voice. Yeah, yeah. you know. And, and and like Max is watching this the whole time, just smiling at her, like. Yeah, I think he gave her like a video or something because like she picks up like mm-hmm. a cassette, kisses it, and like kisses it, and motions to him, and he's like, "Yeah." Uh, it's. Uh, so we get back to one of my favorite. Is we go we go to their oh place. and I have a history lesson for us here too oh yeah so they go to their place and uh, Nikki's on the floor looking through like uh, Max's uh, videos because they're right back at his his apartment and uh, she's like you got any porno and she's like he's like he's like what he's like yeah it gets me in the mood and he's like what's this and she finds and she finds video drum he's like yeah it's called video drum he's like what is it now he's, wait wait right here oh boy this was the moment I realized. <laughs> that they weren't using VHS in this movie at all. They're using, this is another layer to this whole film is that they're using the Betamax tape. (laughs) (laughs) Even on the DVD, when you pull the DVD jewel box out of the like sleeve, it's Mm -hmm. a Betamax tape. You flip Uh it over. It has the two holes. (laughs) It's got the single window. Yeah. And uh, like, so Betamax um, is like old as fuck. It's like older than VHS by a little bit. And it's a smaller cassette with shorter length that has like a thicker tape. It was made by Sony. And Sony said that like the name had a double meaning. Like beta apparently is the Japanese word. And this is from like their like historical records page or something like that. Well, what's okay, first of all, what is the original well, what's the the primary meaning of beta max? That just that just well, here, sounds here, like eighties jargon to me. No, this is it. This is like Sony actually said here, here's what the name means in their fucking, you know, press releases <laughs> and shit. So Beta is the Japanese word used to describe the way in which signals are recorded on the tape. And the shape of the lowercase uh, Greek letter beta resembles the course of the tape through the transport. So it's like a, a line up and then it circles around to the right and then circles, you know, like like a B almost. Yeah. yeah. And that's how the tape would travel. So the suffix max from the word maximum was added to suggest greatness. So like they thought about it. Like there was like, hey, we're going to make okay. we're going to call it that. It, uh, depending on recording speed, you could get between like one to two hours of footage per tape. Problem is, VHS could get between two to eventually like eight. Uh, and it's very possible that like one big factor in this is that like the porn industry destroyed the Betamax because like the availability of porn was much greater on VHS. And more broadly, like yeah. VHS probably <laughs> won 
because it had a more open format and like the equipment was a lot cheaper. Like a Betamax player in fuck, we'll say like, you know, 83, 82, because these are new. These like really, really new. Yeah. Was like uh, you had to get it from like Japan and it would be like 800 bucks or something. Like, my, uncle, <laughs> my uncle had one because he was like in the Air Force. And when he lived over there, he was one of those dudes that like he was making decent money as an officer. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to get the cool fucking electronic shit. Yeah. Well, doesn't you know, doesn't somebody like. I don't remember quite, but doesn't somebody buy like a, a, a tape at some point and it's like 60 bucks and I just, Oh wait, I, no, or, no. Was that the VH or the, 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 the last episode? I don't know. But, uh, anyway, oh, wait, but, right, right, right. But yeah, no, I, 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 I am aware though that like in the eighties, like oh, yeah. Betamax and cassette tapes were fucking expensive. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, this mm-hmm. wasn't cheap because here's the thing. The Betamax, when it first was released, was not meant for commercial use. It was meant for like television. So you yeah. could like back up your shows. Yeah. And um, like the first, and it was also like, that, that was like a real big pirate community, like amongst mm-hmm. the few people who had the recorders. Like the first time I saw Red Dawn was on two Betamax tapes. <laughs> <laughs> like it was, it was like, and they're, you know, they, they, they had a better picture and stuff. It's, it's that whole thing about like, vinyl versus like cds like it's a fidelity issue for some people yeah, and stuff yeah. like that but back then everything was on a fucking crt or like rear projection you know like we didn't have fidelity like we didn't know what fidelity was until like the xbox 360 was a thing, well yeah you, know? you had like three channels right yeah yeah that's it and, still- and if you were lucky four yeah. or five if you could like tweak the fucking antenna <laughs> you know it wouldn't my, like now my brain's still like percolating on like <laughs> how porno like made vhs popular but yet this is all on like betamax you know what i mean like oh man that's a thing yeah, that's no. like kind of like did he like well i don't well, like at the well, time like no it, it was the fight wasn't over yet it, it only took i think about like 11 months i think though or like uh, maybe two years for uh like vhs to just take off because i remember like there was a point in my life like we, we got a like a recorder like a video recorder and there was like another point in my life where we used that video recorder to copy fucking tapes because we had a VHS. Yeah, I mean, just like, like, did he like do, like do this on purpose in a way, or was it just like because Betamax was the new hotness? Uh, like, I just think it was. Yeah, I think it was kind of cutting edge. All right, all right. Yeah, it was just know, the, he, yeah, it was. Well, it, it, it's, it's probably like the, the, the you know what I mean? Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably like the TDK mini disc in Strange Days, you know? Right. Right. Wanted to uh, present as like the, the tech of the future. But right. You know. But this one actually, though, it aged well. Yeah. Like, you know, some things don't really hold up because they were just like a flash in the pit. And Strange Days mm. works well, too, because no one knows what the fuck that is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it just looks like a cool gadget they made that has yeah. some branding on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like this. But do you want to know? God, I love this fact so much. It might be one of my favorite facts in the movie. Do you know why? Oh, I can't tell you yet. But there's a reason why they chose. There is a reason why. There is a reason why they chose beta over VHS. It okay. That, that's oh. what I want to know. Because I didn't know. Yeah. All right. Let me You're know. Gonna let, love it. let me know when we get to that part. So, okay. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll, say, I'll say something. I'll make a right. fart sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So, we got, all right. so we're back at their place. Nikki's going through his... Uh, his, his, porno. his porn. He's like, I need porno. He's like, no. He's like, what's this? Oh, it's called video drums. Like, what is it? Oh, torture, murder. And she's like, perfect. And I'm like, that's what I knew. Where I'm like, that's my type. Oh, <laughs> um, and Max says, ain't exactly sex. And she goes, says who? Yep. <laughs> Ooh, buddy. Now, oh, this is the moment where you realize, like, maybe yeah. he's not like this big fucking hard alpha dude like maybe no. he's it went way over his head and he doesn't even know it yet yeah like, no i got a whole thing don't worry so this oh. literally says in my notes 
Nikki has a pain fetish. Max just discovered something beyond the missionary position. <laughs> so they they play video room. They're like let's just sit in there. She's into it. He's like drinking, smoking. And he's like not sure. Like she's like, wow, I can't she's like, oh wow, I can't believe he's like, oh, I'll turn it off. She's like, no, 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 I can take it. Oh, I'll like well, content, watching content, porn. Watching content, content warning. Content oh, right, right, warning, right. self-harm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorta. Yeah. Well, and well, watching yeah. porn with a partner, Evidence especially of. somebody that you just like just started hooking up with. Hey, I, it's all consensual. Like, yeah. yeah. That's what I yeah, got. But like, that's what I have. I mean, that's, that's, like the first that's date. a difficult thing to do sometimes. Yeah. Like, like she, this is the first date, right? Yeah. This is the first date. And like, this is apparently yeah. an important part of her life. Because, <laughs> and God, you know, I could only dream about dates going this well. Yeah. It's a life. Uh, <laughs> but like, yeah. But like she, she realizes she has like cuts on her, like, you know, content warning. She has cuts on like her, her, uh, one of her shoulders. And he's like, what happened here? It's like, Oh, you know, I have a friend, you know, he's like, there's like, and he, you let him cut. He's like, yeah, I'm into it. You know? And well, she, like, yeah. She asked him to like pull out his, uh, Swiss army Swiss knife army and, and yeah. cut her on the collar. And he's like, what, what? And it's like, you know, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> this, this moment right here, yep. I wrote this note where it's like, Max isn't sure how to take all this. Right. Like, no. he, it's a whole thing that he like a whole world he was looking for. But now that he's found it, he's like, it's not that he's afraid or in trouble necessarily. He's untethered. He has no fucking frame of reference. Yeah. So it's, honestly, he's all just, listen, listen, just like, like he's a, just a wide eye. That's honestly like a pretty normal reaction, especially when it's like, sure. you know, you're not, well, you don't know where you're if into. I, if I can be, it. if I can be candid, like I have, well, there was a girl that once told me that she, if I was to ever kill her, she wanted me yeah. to uh, put her in a wood chipper. And like, man, I like Fargo. That's too. a fucked up thing to say. Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> that's someone. pretty. I've heard a lot of people talk pretty big about. Yeah. Like, no, shit. I mean, so I'm like, man. Yeah. yeah no, you, you don't. You don't want whatever. To do that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think she, she really wanted to yeah, do no. that. But like, yeah. That was like cool. some hyperbole. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've been well, around some pretty intense people. Like that's yeah, like just sure. talking, that's just talking big. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Like, All right, baby. Like anyway, like it, 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 Nikki isn't that because she's like this is obviously a very important part of her life. Yes. And uh, like he is, and pretty normal reaction. I got to give Cronenberg credit for that. It's like, just, like that's a pretty normal reaction of being all wide eyed yeah. and like you know you don't know what you want until you find it. Well, maybe you do know what you want. You just can't put a name to it. It's just that moment of possibility. That's that is what it terrifying. is. Yeah, and yeah. terrifying. I don't know what the movie's really saying about it, but with that, whether it's positive or negative, I think it's a little bit of both. Is like this is when. I think it's- he discovers kink basically for the first time yeah. because like, then it switches to a sex scene where he's basically piercing uh, her earlobes oh, yeah, with, yeah. with a needle, <laughs> with like, with like a sewing needle, which is not safe because he's not using sanitation because you're supposed to oh, sterilize yeah. them he, before you do needle play. And, and yeah. he, uh, and he, oh, no, he was dipping them in some whiskey. No, he was using oh, his mouth. But he also, yeah, he, no, he well, puts his mouth that too. to take yeah. the, to, you know, yeah. It's a really good special effect, though. She has pierced ears, like, but it's really gross to see because of just the scale <laughs> of the fucking needle. Oh, baby! I, I love this. Worse. This whole bit's so fun, though, because I was like, Nikki asks if he wants to try a few things, and I, I my note is those things include spooning, pushing a long needle through Nikki's earlobe, Max licking the blood off the needle, kissing, Max pushing another needle through the other earlobe, more kissing with some like. Like just this a- supremacist ASMR kind of shit. Like 
I don't, I don't know why. I think it was a misspelling. Supremely. <laughs> no, that wouldn't work either. What the fuck? Was it, was it something on the, uh, like, was it playing on the TV at that point? Or? Yeah, well, because no, they're, they're, because they're in close, and they, like, it sounds like fucking, like, slugs grinding. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is, because Videodrome's playing in the background, and we kind of zoom into what they're doing, and, right. and it starts up with this, like, not wet, but it's this heavy, and we hear it again a few more times in this film, is this mm-hmm. heavy breathing, like the room mm-hmm. itself is alive. And then yeah. we zoom out what the, from their lovemaking, and they're in the Videodrome Red Room. Just yeah doing mm-hmm. it on the floor and we with this horrible yeah. breathing and we zoom in again on max's eyes like he looks directly at you through the through yeah. the uh through the screen yeah and then and that's we, it yeah that's he's it <laughs> yeah he's a different fucking dude now yep. like that's what well, he, he's into it now he's found something, <laughs> he found something. oh it's adorable it's always beautiful when someone finds it uh, the first time man oh, yeah. Wow. But yeah, then we cut to fucking Marsha, one of the best characters in the film. <laughs> oh, yeah. Marsha. Masha. Masha. Yeah, oh, Masha. Masha. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. Because he goes. Marsha that's right. He, he goes back to, and you, you see, like, Bridie in the office. Yeah. And he yeah, goes, and then there's this weird minute where he's, like, squeezing through on the way to the, his office after she, like, gives him a cigarette and coffee. And he, like, slaps this lady's ass. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> like, there's so much in this one fucking scene God. because it's all movement. It's him going through this yeah, hallway. His secretary giving him a cup of coffee and a singer. He's like, Masha's in the room. You got to go meet him. He's like waving a dude down who clearly wants to talk to him. He's like, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, yeah. With his coffee and cigarette, he just squeezes a girl's ass. He's like, meh, because it's the 80s. And, you know, sexual harassment. Sexual harassment, I guess, wasn't a thing. And he just keeps going. And then we meet Masha. Masha is amazing. Masha's great. She, she really is. She's so fucking great. <laughs> God, I love She's acting more than almost anybody in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She has so much just pathos yeah like you just like her yeah. and then like in the later scene where they're at dinner you like her more you know yeah. I mean? oh yeah <laughs> so masha is like an agent and from what i've gathered and because what she does isn't clearly explained but what it, what it is she, she i guess hunt down hunts down content yeah, she seems network. like a headhunter yeah, yeah. she yeah. hunts down content like so, like right now they're watching but like for them for them for, like, yeah. Stuff, yeah, for the, the subterranean for... network yeah yeah like the, the good shit and good. yeah and uh god i just love how sleazy this fucking film is it's just such my it's my jam like again i love this goddamn yeah. movie like i love <laughs> anyway it's she's, she's showing us like, like the mascot of this fucking podcast oh really. god <laughs> it's a reason they call me scum anyway it nails it it, nails it really it. does like they're oh. show, she's showing him this video of like something she calls apollo and dionysus which is basically a bunch of nude and semi-nude people drinking wine and having like i guess the pre the it's like the it's like a greek orgy, orgy or something i don't even think they're having sex no they're not yeah. it's just no, they're, they're just, just hanging out and wine being and naked. Out. Yeah, yeah. And, it, it, it it's like an influencer fucking like Instagram, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Think we can make a show out of this? Well, who knew? Who knew? Uh, we, well, sadly, Max oh, doesn't God. jump on that bandwagon because he's like not feeling it because he's found the harder stuff and he's like, "This is really yeah. sweet, like you, but this like we need." I found something and I think it's the future, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's, like he wants yeah. the hard stuff now for his network, like more so well, than before. And he wasn't he's feeling. Like, can you find it? Yeah, can you like what's it called? It's like video drums. She's like, what? Like video circuits, video arena, which you know is yeah. a really good way to break down what that word means. Yes, yeah. 
that and they do it a couple times yeah i was like god damn they do it a couple times yeah that's that's really clever yeah it's really great to like really break down i'm like because when you first hear it's like what the fuck's video drone Mm -hmm. you know that was a really good way to like work it in there yeah yeah felt natural there's no question after that yeah no there's no question felt natural yeah it was good i like i like that bit of dialogue but uh yeah he's like oh yeah he says he thinks it's going to be next, and Masha says, then God help us. Yeah, because he, t- he tells her what, the, what it is before. He's like, what it is? Just torture. There's no plot. Yeah. No characters. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, Gee, like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She, she's 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 showing up with, like, you know, titty wine show. And, and <laughs> like, because it's just topless. Like, everybody's got pants on. And, like, he's straight up like, no, and this is fucking, like, I'm God, what is something it? Something a little more cheese grater on the back. This is, this yeah. is like, Dungeon Corp shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's snuff film, you know. Like that's yeah. it's really what it yeah. is. It's that's really what it is. Yeah, ultimately. Well, we learned. And then, it, and then he's like, she's like, God help us, and he's like, Hey, could could you get it for me? You're like, <laughs> he wants to know what it is because right now, yeah. right now, it's just something Harlan found in a, on a, from a pirate from his pirate satellite. He doesn't know yeah. who's doing it, what it is, yeah. or even why. And he right. still he thinks we'll get to what it actually is, but he thinks it's actors, you know. Yeah, which we learn now thanks to kink.com and other wonderful, wonderful sites. Uh, we have that now. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I mean, shit, I, had, I had that Nine Inch Nails broken video cassette tape oh, back yeah, in the day. Man. That's all I think. That's like a companion piece to this for me because I watched them all around the same time. Yeah, man. And like, what, like, I think I saw this first and then I got the Nails one. And then I watched that and I was like, oh, video drum. You know, like, that's what this is, really. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it's watching that video out. is like a rite of passage. Like you, you got to get through it, and like I was and, fascinated by not everyone. Like, that's oh, not yeah. everyone's uh, thing when you watch the whole. The thing. happiness really and slavery bit is that's the one. That's the one where you find out if you're going to be able to continue. Like yeah. uh, just that, that guy who's like he's a performance artist, and just that table's fucked up, man. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So he 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 asks her to track it down for him. She pr- he promises like an agent's commission, and then she says she'll try. And then she she's got this like really good question, she, like where she's she's asking him. She's like, you know, what if you know you produced a show? You know, I could I could you know help you out with it and stuff like that. And he's like, eh, I don't have that kind of temperament. And he's like, yeah, but if you could, what kind of show would you make? <laughs> and he doesn't answer. They just fucking cut back to Max's place. Yeah, because she says it. Oh no, she hints at it. it's like, would it be video drone? And mm-hmm. he doesn't give an answer because <laughs> we because yeah. we cut to back at his apartment. And, you know, it it's clear they Nikki and Max clearly just had sex because, you know, they're hanging out. You know, she's yeah. putting makeup on. He's smoking a cigarette in a robe, you know, and content then, warning, self-harm. Again. Yes. Oh, this, this is a big one. Yeah, this one's man. <laughs> man, I never. Uh, oh, you know, but also my Pittsburgh joke. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Fuck. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, because that's that's what needs to be put into the content warning for the Pittsburgh show. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so she like, hey, you know, I got like two weeks coming up and I'm going on vacation. And he's like, you know, oh, that's nice. He's like, you know, I'm to Pittsburgh. He's like, oh, it's good. Uh, stay out of the sun. You know, it's bad for the skin. I don't know why he said that about Pittsburgh. Right, because it's in a valley. Like, yeah. This shit, there's yeah. a lot of shade. Anyway. Okay. So, and then it hits him. And he's like, oh, shit. She's like, yeah, I'm going to try and audition for uh, to get on that show. Video drums like I was made for that yeah. show, you know. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit!" And he's like, "Then he talks about something I wasn't. We we really weren't aware of." Is like, you know, he gets really up, like, uh, 
like upset about it because it's like he like has, a switch, like a like switch, switch yeah. goes in where like, he's like, no, he's just, like, whoa, hold on. Yeah, like, no, you, stay away from this shit. Yeah, but he says like stay away from these Mondo guys. Like Mondo they, weirdo video guys. That's what yeah. he's saying. <laughs> I love that. That's a great piece of writing. Yeah, he's like, you know, they play rough, you know, like they have unsavory connections. Yeah. And, yeah. and then he says, even rougher than Nikki Brand wants to play. Do you understand me? You know what I mean? And, and then like, she goes, Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a challenge. Oh my like, god, I love it. And Max says something about how, like, in Brazil and whatnot, making a video is a subversive act. But in Pittsburgh, who knows? Who knows what, Max? That was... Are you afraid she's going to become a Steelers fan? She's going to come <laughs> gonna come home wrapped up in a terrible towel? She's going to put on some fucking, like, French fries on her sandwich? What are you afraid of, Max? It's just, it's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's great. <laughs> It is such a weird line of dialogue. I don't. That one, well, I, I loved it though. Like, I was like, <laughs> you also have to consider at the time, crime peaked in well, like by the book, crime peaked in '82, and I'm sure that Pittsburgh used to be a little less, a little less artsy than it is nowadays. Honestly, well, for sure, for sure, because yeah. this is right around. I mean, what, what are we talking here? This is like '82, '83. Mm-hmm. Yeah, '83. So, no, yeah, '82. Like. Steel's been gone for like eight, ten years. Yeah. You know, Pittsburgh, Youngstown, Cleveland, all that shit got Detroit. real hard. So, yeah, it might have been a hell of a lot rougher because being bra- uh, you know raised a, a Cleveland Browns fan, we didn't get to Pittsburgh very often when I was younger. <laughs> it wasn't until I literally until I got my fucking driver's license. And I was like, let's see what this place is about. And I was like, this place is great. You know, like <laughs> still like the Browns, but, you know, I don't watch it anymore. So it doesn't fucking matter. I'd rather go to Pittsburgh if I had to pick. So, uh Anyway, right. Yeah. Now, now, now it gets, this is the, this is the content warning. I, I, yeah. Thank you for like, letting me get the joke in before this. <laughs> so he says this weird thing about Brazil. Right. And then she's like, yeah, can, can you light me a cigarette? And he does. He's like, I'm not joking. And he gives it to her and she lowers her bra a little bit. Mm. And she's like, Max. And he turns and she burns herself with the cigarette. Yeah. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, don't, like, don't. And he's like, yeah, fuck it does. And hey, I'll be right back. Keep talking. And <laughs> and she's into it, like, yeah, but like, oh yeah, it, it, it was basically sounds like a challenge, right? Like, no, I can, I can do this. Like, I yeah. like this, you know. Yeah, like, oh man, that was the other thing. And like, she can, oh man, she can like take more than. <laughs> but Max so, can't like yeah. you can't watch that shit. Like she's so good because when that. it's when it's somebody that he cares about, yeah, when somebody that he is emotionally invested in, he's not okay with that. Yeah, and we we see that more later. I, the, yeah. Can we just talk about like how good Debbie Harry is? Oh yeah, she is. Like, oh, she is very. Oh so man, <laughs> she owns it from like beginning to end. Yeah, yeah like God, when we get to more other the other scenes where she like she becomes more than just this love interest more than yeah it's yeah she's amazing but yeah so she burns herself with a cigarette and then he's like no like don't go and then we cut to the one of the <laughs> the scene where, where you will love masha even more oh, yeah. oh good timing <laughs> sorry about that we had a, it's raining like hell and a package arrived i didn't want it to go all fucked up oh Good time. I'm getting into my chair because I'm old. <laughs> oh. So where were we? Oh, this is literally the next fucking note I have, right? Yeah, so no, we're going to do a Masha in the restaurant. 
I just call it dinner with Masha. Dinner with she Masha. Digs, dude, she digs the music and fucking everybody smokes everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Everywhere. everywhere. Constantly. Yeah, everywhere. This is like, it's like and a, a very so Mediterranean restaurant. And it's like, this yeah, is lady belly dancing dinner. and yeah. And uh, using the castanets, playing the castanets, whatever. Oh. Mm. But <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's, it's such a sudden jarring shift from what we just saw. And then we well, go to I this mean, restaurant. But yeah. here's here's what I want to say about that about the the filmmaking choices is that it sort of lends it lends a, a more dreamy vibe to it that oh, way yeah. I think. because because there is no like the segues between the sa- scenes are like the the ideas that they leave you off with and mm-hmm. um, and they so it's not really there's no continual sense of like. There's no like establishing shots or anything. Um, or so there's there is, no, it's like no, a quick pin. You know yeah, what I mean? It's, it's not like a. It's not like a, There's no sense of continuity that way. But right. it's like when you're dreaming, and yes. you mm-hmm. have, and you're thinking about one thing. Well, you say you have like I don't know. You're you forget. Well, you have like a dream that you're back in high school and you forgot to wear your pants that day or something, and then something else pops into your head and then your mind sort of shifts to that. And then the scene, that scene that you were in, in just kind of abruptly ends and it becomes this new scene. If that makes any sense. See, now because... I just have the nightmares about podcasting in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're right. You're right. It's, it's, it's strange. It's, the, it is, it's like switching channels. Yeah. It, yeah. it's a very phantasmagorical way of like filming this and it's appropriate as we'll find yeah. out later, like where it becomes <laughs> where the knob gets shifted from dream and nightmare. Mm-hmm. But it's, yeah. yeah, it's just portraying this person's life as um, just moments and dream, yeah. very dreamlike, very even surreal. Like the thing like that whole scene, every scene that Nikki's in from now till later seems like a dream in a lot. Every of scene that she is in, in general seems like yeah. a dream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. like <laughs> this is she's not your pixie fucking uh dream girl. Yeah. But yeah, she's all the markers are there, oh, but man. you're you're it's it's more like one of those super deep sea fish that have the dangly light that they use as bait. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's so fucking you don't realize it either for a long time. Like yeah. Yeah. what she is doing, like yeah, what she is to him, like yeah. You know, she even is but, like in general like it's interesting it's fun that said like i mean it's it's also remarkable because i've met so many i've met and known a lot of women who which again which is why i wish we had a female uh perspective on this but like i've met so many women who have had these sorts of fetishes that are kind of looked down upon and the fact that nikki is able to just like own it just like own yeah. it her yeah. fetishes. I mean, that's and, a lot like, of people and that I've There's heard. another thing. Yeah. Like, even oh, today, yeah. women, there's a stigma against women watching porn. And, like, so I'm, I'm sure in, like, 1983, like, her casually saying, yeah, I watch porn to get off. Or, like, I watch porn to get me in the mood was, like, that's just something that women didn't say back then. No. But no. Still, or even, yeah. like, well, you know, you'll hear it now. But, like, it, it's a baffling statement to me. Yeah, you know, at forty six, even 
to yeah. hear it, you know, in that era and be like, really? Like, is that what that's for? I well, thought it was just to like, there's a power in owning it. And that's really I what think she so. does. Like she's yeah. a very, yeah. she's very, she's way more powerful than Max. And oh, we'll, yeah. find, oh, we'll yeah. find that out. And, and funny enough, that's actually yeah. like a really, that's a very clear, I don't know how familiar Cronenberg is with like the SM scene, but that is like a common thing of like the idea of like, you know, your sub is actually the one with most of the power in this relationship. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're, and, and the other and, thing too is, yeah. I'm pretty sure if he didn't go to the clubs, yeah, seriously. like he absolutely had friends. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like, oh like, yeah. Yeah. This because this is sure. handled in that way where like I don't know shit about it, but the folks I know who have been, and they've been very open about talking about it to me. I've been like, okay, well, I get it in a way that I wouldn't have gotten it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. What do you mean you like having poop on you? You know, but now <laughs> I don't have to. Well, that's the point. Is like I don't fucking have to know. No, you don't have to. It's, I, I got to figure out what mine is. You know, whatever yeah. those things, those weird things are. So like, fine, you didn't have your weird again. It's. Uh, yeah, we'll I get wish to everyone. It. Yeah, like we'll get to it later. Like why the violence is so important in the context mm. of this film, and I'm oh, like, yes. it make it makes a lot of sense. But yeah, anywhere we're at, Masha, Masha in the restaurant in a Mediterranean restaurant of the culture I cannot identify because right. we immediately go. Well, to I think what was it? I think it's implied that she's like a gypsy. I, I don't know if that's Maybe. the well, yeah. I don't know well, if that's the well, uh, well, uh, yeah proper term. There we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like it's it's unclear and it doesn't matter because yeah, really does. straight up is like uh, he, he's like hey hey did you find anything out about video drum and she's like yeah from a distance but uh, straight up it's like something you shouldn't fuck with yeah like literally it's definitely not something for public consumption and then he cracks this great joke about how like well you know my little network isn't exactly that public yeah. but then monster <laughs> doubles the fuck down and it's like no even your network is too public you know. He doesn't understand. No. She thinks it's dangerous and that it's like more political, basically. Well, yeah. she says it's real. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah. She's like, it's snuff TV. You yeah. know, like it it's is like people it's actually real, get not acting, not special effects. And Max doesn't believe it. He actually says the words, it's easier and safer to fake it. And I'm like, buddy, I saw the behind the scenes of this yeah. movie and <laughs> some of the, the shit you made these special effects guys go through is just yeah, really real. <laughs> oh, God just damn, bud. Just guts. <laughs> that is possibly the funniest line in the entire fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like just that's Cronenberg like letting you yeah. like showing you behind the curtain a little bit, you know, like <laughs> like, no, it ain't. Yeah, <laughs> like, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I don't know how to make it any fucking clearer to the audience. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get okay, into the- heads up, though. Our skies just got super dark. Yeah, same. Okay. So uh, you know, if if we lose power, <laughs> no one will know. Yeah, um, <laughs> this won't save. And anyway, but <laughs> continue. But yeah, like it's telling all this, and there's a subtle hint that uh, Max has a headache, and this is mm-hmm. going to be important later. Like he's got his head, he's got like, you know, he's rubbing his temples. Oh yeah. And he has a little bit of a headache, which I, which is a nice little touch to what the the future is going to pop in a flare here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she says it's more political. He doesn't believe it. And, uh, what else? What else? <laughs> he wants, he basically like, he wants a name. He wants to know where this thing is coming from, who makes it, why? Like he, again, he wants, he needs to know everything about Videodrome. 
And she's like, Max, you're going to have to be very nice to me in the future for me telling you this. And he's like, we could take oh, this part's great. We could take a shower together anytime you want. She just <laughs> yes. she laughs and she's like, I'm sure you're very beautiful, but you're a little older than what I prefer. She likes young men. And then, and then the waiter walks up and he like refills their glasses with water. And she's like, thank you very much. <laughs> so good. I'm slurting. She like puts her like little, her like it's manic a, water. It's lip. a great it's moment. Good. It's a great moment. Yo. That's <laughs> never more right there. Yo. It's just like, and that's the I thing. I was like, too. fucking get it, girl. I mean, yeah. The other thing about it too is that like it just it adds to this idea that everybody has their thing. Yup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No matter who, you know what I mean. Yeah. And yeah. um, and then she finally says to him, she's like, "All right, fine, Brian Oblivion." Like. Yeah. She drops that bomb on him, and she's like, yep. "That's the only name I got, Professor Brian Oblivion." Yeah. And uh, and then we cut to Max on the street, walking to probably my favorite location in the movie, the Cathode Ray Mission. <laughs> it's the weird. Yeah. It's one of the weirdest places in the film, outside of like oh, a yeah. trade show later. It's, this is I, my note here: is buckle up. It all starts slipping away from here on out. Yeah, <laughs> the reality starts to get real fucky. Describe this yeah. fucking place. Everything Just, is yeah. relatively normal. So this ca- it's the cathode ray mission. The sign is literally and, the it, the sign is literally the bleeding heart of Christ. But it just says cathode ray mission. And you're like, well, what the fuck does that mean? He he goes in with the and this is well, this is why I think that this is supposed to take place in the near future because <laughs> they did not have churches set up with a bunch of little cubicles with TVs inside them so people could have like television therapy. Yeah, but you can. Oh, that's <laughs> incredible. That is probably my favorite fucking detail. Like, yeah. I, I really yeah. like Mac, Max walks around like what looks like a homeless shelter, right? But it's yeah. full of what look like cubicles, and each cubicle has a TV in it that's chained up. They're not they're not actually cubicles too. They're just like right. fucking they're card tables that are just like flipped on their sides and right. taped together. Yeah. And like, like I thought it was like a place for people to crash and it's like, nope, there's just a yeah. table and a, there's this dude that like this one guy looks away from his TV at max, waits a beat, and then he throws up the greatest empty smile ever. Yeah. <laughs> and you can't he, he just I, wanted, like I wanted to tell what was like on his TV. But it was like, like baby birds or something, like if some like nature okay. show, I think. And it was in black yeah. and yeah. white. None of the also none of the TVs are good. All no, of them are like black oh, yeah. and white and staticky. Found, yeah. you know, as they were yeah. in the 80s, just everywhere. Yeah, um, so this is basically just like a drug den, but for people who are like literally hooked on TV. Right. Well, we we learn later what this is. And that is yeah. quite there's, right. There's like kind of a philosophy to this. Yeah, you know? it's not quite yeah. a drug den, but it's like it is a mission and they do give people like food and coffee. Maybe a, maybe more right. like a methadone clinic, I guess. Yeah, maybe. It, well, it's, it's, I think it's, it's the other. It's more than, it's not as, don't, it's not as seedy as that because there's, right. there is, an, yeah. there is like a, almost a religiosity to it. So Max goes through there. He meets, uh, who we Bianca. learn is Bianca Oblivion. Uh, Great name. I the names <laughs> are so good. She is the, she's great. Sonia yeah. Smith, she's amazing. She is so good in this fucking movie. Like yeah, everybody is. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So she he introduces himself. I'm Max Ren, and he's like I'm Bianca Oblivion. He's like yeah, I was on that talk show. He's like oh yes, you said some very superficial things on that show about how you know catharsis and you know he's like yeah yeah that was me. Um, so I want to talk like talk to your father about it and uh he's like oh all right so she leads him up into her office and this office is just full of art and religious relics 
and it's like and books, you know, like books. a rack of devotional candles yeah. and yeah. really old looking weird ass bench. Looks like, nothing like, like a tapestry cut was like a tapestry style carpet. Yeah, looks like, be- it's beautiful. really elaborate. Yeah, yeah. And it's got these big curtains, and he like looks out the curtains, and it looks down at the mission, like all the people. Yeah. He's like, I love the view. <laughs> I was uh, like, yeah. she's like, yes, father's derelicts, you know, like, and yeah. she explains that what it is is that their mission basically like they think giving them TV will patch them into the world's mixing board, right, and like help them reconnect with society. Which, and, all right, I mean. Not entirely within the rules of this incorrect. movie, <laughs> yeah. within the rules yeah. of this movie, that one hundred percent fits. Yeah, because I've accepted some bonkers shit by now. And I mean, <laughs> like, I didn't socialize when I was a child. I learned everything I learned from TV. So latchkey kids unite. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I used to make all kinds of cool cut sandwiches. <laughs> I ate lots of peanut butter to such a degree <laughs> that it's almost a trigger for me. Um, <laughs> Max kind of agrees with her, though. You know what I mean? Well, he's like, yeah. he's like, you think a few doses of TV are going to help them? And her reply is like, it's like it has to, basically. Yeah, I was like, we're, yeah. we've tried nothing, and uh, we're out of ideas. Basically, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's a very, again, this is like a philosophy. It's very strange. It's, it's it doesn't have to make sense to the rest of us, but this is what they're doing. It's fucking bleak. Yeah. This almost fits in, like, like the the realm of they live as well. Yeah, almost. You know, there's this there's a man more of like an, a spiritual they live because again there's like a very yes. religious feeling to all very dreamlike very metaphysical yeah. feeling to this. Yeah, and this is the first like again this is the first hint that I'm like this is kind of not real bonkers like yeah. this is really strange. Yeah, but it exists in the world like I said in the world of this movie. So it's. <sighs> It's less about what technology is and more about what it does. Yeah, that's that's, like he's playing that game. Yeah, that's why it's working so well, because you're able to just discard shit that seems a little wonky. Well, even it gets weirder because he asked about her father. He wants to talk to Brian Oblivion. She's like, my father hasn't had a conversation in 20 years. The monologue is his preferred form of uh, discourse. So like she asked him, like, what kind of format do you want to tape? And if he accepts, like, he'll send you a tape. And he's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Right before like that, mm-hmm. when Max asked where like the professor was, Bianca answers that she is her father's screen. Yeah. Which <laughs> is a really interesting word choice. It could mean a monitor or it could mean a filter. Yeah. You know? And it's like, eh, could be both. Cronenberg. <laughs> you fucking love that <laughs> oh, god it's so good like and it uh, would make sense for someone like her because it's like you get the sense he was like raised with this almost like a religious worship of the tv yeah yeah like her father is yeah. brilliant but a nut job <laughs> we, get, oh, yeah. we get the feeling like yeah so she asked what for what format he wants the video in. he says video drone <laughs> and then she like looks away like like he's eh. like uh what format is that is that a japanese configuration it's like you don't yeah. know you don't know what it is She's like, no. He's like, well, tell your father about it. I think it's the future of video. And he's like, I, I love the view. And he just leaves. He, he's he, like he an asshole. Real snotty for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it, you know. Yeah. It's very, know. very like, very arrogant. Very uh, like cocky. Yeah, which is really funny too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude is so out of his depth at this point already. Oh, like, he's. 
this gets so much fucking worse. He's fucked. Yeah, I mean, James James Woods really put in like I think a yeah, just yeah, such a good, so good, good spin on the character. Yeah, I man, that's why it's like hard for me to just like reconcile his like current social media like cancel culture bullshit. It's just like yeah. You you would never need to be canceled. You've made so many movies. You could just live on fucking royalties, dude. Like, dude, movies, voice work. The guy's been work. so many fucking things. He's been vi- so and many video games. games. Yeah, he was. He's in the fucking Kingdom Hearts goddamn games as Hades and the movie. <laughs> you know, like this dude has thrown the fuck down. And this is probably one of my favorite roles he's ever done. Period. Like yeah. out of all of his movies, I really like this one the most. Yeah. Like he's just yeah. so fucking natural in it. Like. Mm-hmm. He's playing the guy this is happening to. Yes. Perfectly. I think Cronenberg's yeah. directing had a lot to do with that. Like they just, yeah. he just let him be fluid with it. And uh, I think the lesson to take from that is, um, don't have heroes. Higher method actors. What? Higher method actors. Well, that, but also don't read any old, per, older person's uh, social media. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Because yeah, don't have heroes. Yeah. Uh, you've got a shout out RIP Ed Asner, who was a real one. Yeah. Okay. And also awesome. shout out to Lee Scratch Perry. Because also the awesome. realist man. Anyway, as long as we're doing this, Christopher we're Lee. talk about the good old men. You know, yeah, I mean? that is yeah. true. That is true. Good Christopher Lee, Leonard <sighs> Nimoy. Say what? Leonard Nimoy. Well, Christopher yeah. Lee. Christopher Lee. Sorry, yeah. Christopher. I, I mean, those I'm are my shout talking, these, Anyway, these two died like in the same day. A couple oh, days okay, okay. Yeah. Anyway, so, so like, God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> so Max and Max leaves. We get an immediate cut to him unzipping uh, like a small leather gun yes. case. And again, this is a crash cut. It's so quick. Yeah. And he, it's it's clear that he never, had, like, he probably, he either just bought this. whole audio collage, too. And it was, yeah. like, all these things that people had said to him in chronological order. Yeah. And then, like, he's remembering Masha saying. With video drone in the background. Up. Oh, totally. Yeah. And, uh, and he gets up and checks the small leather gun. Yeah. Case with a pistol inside. And he. Yeah clearly isn't familiar with it yeah either he yeah. just got it or he's had it and never touched it right because yeah. he clearly is like oh what's this he ends up ejecting the mag by accident yeah. <laughs> like it, like it, he's in straight paranoia mode now yeah like if, he, if you're going for the gun and like just to sit in your apartment yeah but <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah you've crossed the line <laughs> so he's pl- he basically like he's not playing with the gun but clearly he's like being a buffoon about it and it, he a knock at the door. He's like, "Oh shit!" And then he like just mashes everything together: the gun case, the tools, puts it under a newspaper to hide it, like a pizza box or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his secretary comes by, Bridie. Yeah, and she's like, "Hi!" Yeah. And she has uh, all she has his uh, t- wake up call tape, and mm-hmm. uh, she gives him the news that uh, from what she found out, Nikki didn't uh, Nikki didn't have an assignment in two four yeah. weeks. For yeah, the network. Yeah, she network. she had a vacation coming up for like a month, and she took it. Right. So yeah. she just either lied to him or someone's fabricating information. Also, shout out to Bridie for being straight up a PI as well as an assistant. Yes, sir. Yeah, greatest like, secretary on earth. So fucking awesome. Yeah, holy shit! Like, man, she. I I hope she get she got paid well in yeah. the context of the movie. Yeah, for being like basically <laughs> Max's second mother. Yes, he's basically, basically Max's. She's doing Max's job. He's just yeah. the dude who shows up and says, "Yeah, meh, meh. I mean, it. that's how it always is. <laughs> like she is in control of this shit. Yeah, you know? like yeah, that's. I mean, that's how it always is. But she's like touching stuff around his apartment and stuff, like cleaning up, I guess, too. Yeah, yeah. And then she touches like a tape, and Max like panics, runs to her, and cold cock slaps her face. Yeah, yeah. And, and then back, she's turned into Nikki. 
So his, you know, first thought is to slap her again. <laughs> and then she turns back into Bridie. And then she acts as though nothing happened. Yeah, she's like, oh, fuck. She's yeah. like, geez, Max, you scared me. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Jinkies. And he's like, uh, what? Ugh. And he's like, and then he says, I don't know. I think I'm getting a rash or something. After, after slapping <laughs> her. And he's like, yeah. yeah, I think I'm getting a rash or something. She's like, are you okay, Fever? And he's like, look, oh, look, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to hit you. And she's like, right. You, you didn't hit me. Yeah. And then Max waffles like he can't really explain himself. Yeah. Yeah. And he just doesn't. Then Bright, he does what's only the most natural thing in the world, offers to stay there with him? Yeah. I mean, she's clearly, she is clearly just in love with this comeback. So. I, I, I never got the sense that she, maybe, maybe, yeah. But it, it feels maybe. like it. Not in a romantic like way, it, but like. No, like she really wants to take care of the guy. Yeah. Like really, she's good at, she's really fucking good at her job. Mm-hmm. But like. But she is going. She is going above and beyond. Yeah. She's doing like fucking cassettes for this dude every day. Yeah, you know. And then Goes she's to his apartment. Man. Yeah. yeah, really. And she's delivering shit to his house. You know, like, well, like who knows what kind of fucking neighborhood he lives in? Jeez. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're the mean streets of Ontario. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so she also says like, oh, also while she's going out the door, and again, zero explanation as to him hitting her and her turning into yeah. Nikki. This is the first hallucination. So this is hallucination one. And the first one that we're aware of. Yes. Right. This is the right. first obvious breakdown of reality. This is the obvious yeah. breakdown of reality. And so and she also, also, this is from the office of Brian Oblivion. I was told to hand this to you personally. She's like, oh, okay. And she's like, hey, call me, okay, if you need something. And he's like, he doesn't say anything, but he's like, okay. And he locks the door and he goes to the tape. And I just have in all caps underlined breathing tape. Yes. Yep. I, have, I have in all caps. Woo! <laughs> this is it. This is it. This, this is it. The, man. The, the, the shit goes, I don't know, in a good place or bad place, depends on what your view is. So, oh, it's yeah. been moving down from the opening seconds of this movie. Oh, yeah. This is where you realize there's nothing to hold on to. Yeah, nothing. You're, like you're, you're, you're going out. Like it's, yeah. it's you're spiraling out from here on out. He picks and the tape fuck up. and you hear that breathing sound again, like, and it just inflates and, and undulates. And he's like, Oh shit. And drops it. Like it just got bit. And yep. he's, he, well, I mean, what you guys have never handled the breathing tape before. Yeah. I, be, I didn't have to bite me, man. <laughs> yeah. Just no. that. They're just been like, and I'd be like, what? No. Uh-uh. Yeah. I never, <laughs> I never found something so sleazy. Like, you know, was a lot. Yeah. It'd be real weird yeah. if the tape had like Red Dawn written on it, you know. Really, I'd be having flashbacks about that for the rest of my life. Uh, <laughs> so he, he he picks up the tape again. He's like kicks it, like shakes it. Right. Doesn't do. He anything. does that thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, he, like he, like uh, is it still moving? Uh, and then he picks up and gives it a good shake, you know, because like <laughs> and because like why the fuck not? He puts the tape in the player, right? Sure. After all that. You know, yeah. Then Oblivion, Brian Oblivion appears on the screen and he starts talking to he starts talking to him and starts explaining what Videodrome is. Oh, yeah. What's going on. And first, it's first first it starts out like he's explaining what this thing is and what the tumor is, what this. He uh, says, oh, no, that's later. Videodrome Videodrome will be or the battle for the human mind will be of North America. Oh yeah, North America North will America be fought specifically. In, yeah, in Videodrome. Yeah, it'll be fought in the and, video arena. 
Yeah. Yes, the Videodrome. Yeah. He, he's like, he does that uh, television is the retina of the uh, mind's eye thing again. And then he's like, therefore, the television screen is part of the physical structure of the brain. Therefore, whatever appears on the television screen emerges as raw experience for those who watch it. Therefore, television is reality and reality is less than television. And that's now, the internet. <laughs> we need yeah. to talk about Marshall McLuhan because I did a little bit, mm-hmm. not a lot. He's a, he's a Canadian philosopher, okay. right? And in some of these interviews and stuff, like Cronenberg has mentioned his work uh, here and there. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to read some pertinent quotes of his because uh, these are great. <laughs> um, quote, the new electronic interdependence recreates the world in the image of a global village. I do believe he coined the phrase global village. Mm-hmm. Um, television brought the brutality of war into the comfort of the living room. Vietnam was lost in the living rooms of America, not on the battlefields of Vietnam. Hmm. Um, A point of view can be a dangerous luxury when substituted for insight and understanding. (laughs) Art is anything you can get away with. Uh, We shape our tools and thereafter our tools shape us. Uh, The medium is the message, which will he expands on this. He's like, societies have always been shaped more by the nature of the media by which men communicate than by the content of the communication. So how the thing looks is more important than what the thing says. Yeah. See pop music. Um, I don't necessarily agree with everything I say. (laughs) That's one of my favorites. (laughs) Uh, I just got a few more. Okay. Politics will eventually be replaced by imagery. The politician will only uh, will be only too happy to abdicate in favor of his image because the image will be much more powerful than he could ever be. Damn. You yeah. know? Yep. <laughs> Ads are the cave art of the 20th century. <laughs> um, Wait, what? what is the cave art of the 20th century? Ads. Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the car has become an article of dress without which we feel uncertain, unclad, and incomplete in the urban compound. That's interesting. Not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all media work us over completely. <laughs> well, I was going to say something about Jean Baudrillard too, but oh, yeah, like, sure. who, who definitely does really like uh, fold into this argument very well. It just reminds me of well that thing you said about uh, the Vietnam War was lost in the American living room. Mm-hmm. Um, makes me think of like his art, his uh, essay on the Gulf War. Like the Gulf War didn't take place. That's the name of mm. uh, the essay that he wrote. And the idea is that the way that the Gulf War was sensationalized in the media right. and the way that they, it was really just an invasion by us and we took over very quickly. And we put it um, on TV. Yeah. And then we made it seem like it was a war, like there was a lot of conflict going on. Right. But. No, no, we, we rolled it. Well, he, yeah. he has a couple other ones too. These last two, uh, especially this one is pretty much you'll get it like that. Yeah. Is, this is the thing. He says the wheel is an extension of the foot. The book is an extension of the eye clothing, an extension of the skin, electric circuitry, an extension of the central nervous system. That is cyberpunk as fuck. Yep. Like, that's literally the thing that's yeah. McLuhan really is part of the roots of it. You know what I mean? Like big time. And then it, my yeah. favorite quote of his, if it works, it's obsolete. <laughs> well, it's just it's fun. Yeah. Wow. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, he's, he's cool. That like that entire thing is like a beautiful, like art book kind of thing. Collage yeah. thing. That oh, he did. the medium is the medium. Yeah. The 
Yeah, it's really good. I recommend it. And it's interesting the thing you're talking about wires because does it, like obviously he's not talking about like the physical merging of our nervous system to the electronic, even though that's what we're trying yeah. to do. But yeah. it's like you use the thing and it becomes extension of extension of you. Yeah. Well, and, what we're doing with this microphone is an extension of my voice. If I went yeah. outside and yelled as loud as I could, I would not make it to where you're at. Exactly. <laughs> and I could get very through, true. Loud, man, I'm telling you. But it, it, it goes more of a, like a almost like well, a. And that also brings back like uh, what was what was that lady's name in the the cyberpunk documentary the um the one who worked on uh, the VR headsets and first person shooters or the super awesome one at the end yeah uh, yeah where she's like did I uh, did I lose my well she's talking about when people first made hammers and she's like did I lose my power to the hammer or can I build a cathedral now right. No, that's that. Yeah. Well, that's the whole idea of enhancement, and then, like the, what yeah. we talk about with like prosthetics or, or exoskeletons, or yeah, but that's a, that's just the physical. Jet fighter. That's just the physical, I mean? though. But I was, was going to say, it's yeah, like, sure. This sure. movie focuses primarily on like the me- well, some of the physical too, as we'll see. Oh, quite. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> how the metaphysical <laughs> yeah, affects the physical? Yeah, like how the meta- like how our technology affects our minds itself, and the yes. idea of like you know. I've, spoken about like thought viruses before of like how mm-hmm. yeah. you know it affects our thoughts it affects our spirit and who we are like how much mm-hmm. how yeah. how much of a person as we are but all today if we weren't exposed well, wait, to the on, media that we were let's, or the places yeah. we hear people talk you know like how let's save let's save the uh the like philosophical postulation until like yeah how far into the movie are we <laughs> and we're, we've been doing oh, this for gonna, an hour it's and gonna and go half. real quick after one point trust oh me. man yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, so Oblivion's talking to him through the TV. He's, he explained yeah. all that to him. He, then he, dr- he addresses him by yeah, name. Then he, then, and that's that's when Max starts like paying attention because like, yeah, the what audio, you fuck? Yeah. The audio yeah, changes. Yeah, shitty TED talk. And then suddenly he's like, no, Max. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> then the audio yeah. changes. It's far clearer. It's clear that that voice mm-hmm. is not coming from his TV. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Max, I'm so glad that you reached out to me. I went through the right. same things, you know. And he explains that he believes that he started to have visions and he believed the visions caused the tumor in his head, not the other way around. Right. That he had, and it basically it became, he started to hallucinate constantly to the point where his world became mostly hallucination and uncontrollable flesh. Mm -hmm. And that he was the first victim of video drama while he's saying this. Well, they said he's, he said that, he grew a tumor and they removed it and they called it video drill. Yeah. And that is such a good fucking line. Yeah. Like that's just, Oh God. It's like one of the video drum tortures like appears from yeah. behind him. Mm-hmm. And Oblivion yeah. continues to speak. And this guy just calmly shackles him to his chair. He's like, you know, he, he's talking about how, you know, he had the tumor and all that crap. And then it was like, and then he just starts choking him out. And as he's dying, he's just like, I was video drum's first victim. And then Max is like, he sits up startled. And he starts talking to this dude being choked out, like, but who's behind it? What do they want? Which is a thing you do. When you see someone choking, you ask them what you <laughs> no, want this to is, know. <laughs> yeah, this is very, like, very, very dreamlike, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. This this is where you know we're off the rails. So he's shouting yeah. that, like, what do I do? Like, like, what do we want? What do they want? And then Nikki mm-hmm. comes on, is like, we want you, Max. Well, she's the torturer. She takes yeah, off. Yeah, she takes torture. off the hood, mm-hmm. and then she's yeah. like, "I want you." And this is the best fucking special. Of, well, nah, one of the best best one special. Of so, but like, <laughs> yeah, do it. It's <laughs> Nikki on the TV. Is like, we want you, Max. We want you to come join us. It's like, come to me. Come to Nikki. I'm in Debbie Harry's sultry voice, mm-hmm. and it's just her. Her. Her lips 
are just on it's yeah. just a yeah. zoomed in it's shot of her lips on this TV. And he just crawls over to the TV yeah. and the TV starts physically breathing. Yes. <laughs> Man. You hear the <sighs> sound again. Yeah. And, and it's like and it starts getting like veiny. Yeah, he shit. touches it and it just like <gasps> and it, like the veins just pop out of it and yeah. it becomes like porous and fleshy and he touches, he caresses, yeah. he literally caresses the TV. And it's yeah, like he's oh, about to like have sex with this television. Basically, yeah. basically. <laughs> and it's undulating, like bits of it are like, you know, coming out and like and he's just, Nikki's like, come to me, come Nikki. He's like, ah. Oh. And he he sticks his head into the TV screen. And yes. co- starts yeah. caressing the now porous flesh-like screen. He's like, yeah. he, you know, like the screen is bending in, yeah. and it's not glass. Yeah, like no. it's this yeah. like membrane, and he's pushing into it and stuff. It's like there, there's a man. There's there's a uh, on YouTube. They have some of the special feature videos that were on the <laughs> it's thing. So cool, and there's one called Effects Men. Um, just look, you know, look up YouTube like uh, Effects Man Video Drum and. It shows how they constructed this fucking TV and how like hard it was to do. And Rick Baker's insane. Yep. And then like this whole bit, they're like rear projecting onto, you know, this it, like semi-inflated balloon, really. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean that that like it's I clearly mean, that didn't seem like he said so he said that cool. it was he said it was the type yeah. of um, I mean it looks really good. Yeah. It's not difficult. No, it's no, a figure out. It's not thin. Know. It's like thick in like porous he said it was like he said yeah. it's a type of rubber that they were what tv what um movie projection screens used to be he said like they projected mm. king kong on it back in the day oh okay like okay. so it's like this rubber and this is what they used to make them out of but he said it was perfect because it's like this rubbery has give you can inflate it though and he'd like you like mm-hmm. you know he touched rubber latex before so like you can mm-hmm. touch it like it has give so like almost looks like flesh in a lot of ways mm-hmm. yeah but you could project something on it <laughs> And the last thing we see is him just burying his head and hand like he's just going into it. And then, boom, they cut to the cathode remission. Yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because fuck you. That's why. Yeah, basically. So he has this. We got to keep telling the story, motherfucker. Yeah. So basically, like, he's sitting on Bianca's steps up to her office. <laughs> yeah, wait, hold on. Can you imagine, like, in that moment, Cronenberg's like, no, no, we're not going to let the people see James Woods fuck the television. <laughs> 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 oh if only my god fuck i mean well, he, he, had, he put his head we in saw it. that we saw that bit where like it was him sitting there with those other directors and stuff and he was just kind of like talking about like all of them were talking about the only time they would get like an x rating was because of sex and not violence yeah that's like the weird <laughs> he was just yeah. his bets here i don't know that's a weird hypocrisy yeah. of like censorship in all, uh, apparently yeah, yeah. both all or self-regulation depending on like uh, we'll get into that anyway. Yeah. So he ends, she shows, was- shows up in Bianco Oblivion's step and she's like, did you watch it? He's like, yeah, it changed my life. <laughs> he's yep. like, great life. he's like so yeah. ripped from this thing. And he's like, careful, it bites. And it, it, she explains that she gave him a copy from her personal video drum collection. And that what mm-hmm. it is, is it, it's a, what video drum is, is it is a signal that triggers hallucinations in the mind. And it mm-hmm. turns out this signal causes damage because it creates a fucking brain tumor. Like basically the, the first time you see it, it just sets off a chain reaction. You're fucked. Yeah. But yeah. Like he, it, it will yeah. 
worse, and it'll get worse faster. I think if you watch more tapes. Well, he was fucked. Yeah. yeah. As soon as he saw that well, she, fifty-three seconds in the beginning. She, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right out of the gate, that's like how early this starts. Yeah. 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 And it, like you don't. But the second time you watch it, you see like it's different. Like the movie is a little different. Um, but she asks him like, uh, like, is it is this that your first time ever? And he's like, no. <laughs> and then she. He's like, it's, it started when he starts, you know, when he watched Videodrome and then he explains how like he came to see it the first time. He was like a pat- pirate satellite dish. It was an accident. He, he kind of cops to it being an accident in this moment. Right. Then Bianca explains it like the Videodrome signal can be sent through like a test pattern or anything. But what's clear is that it's it's only sent visually. You can hear yeah. the tape. And it won't do anything to you. It's the, the yeah. some sort of like she, she's talking about like the tone of the video. Like a, it's like a something that like sits underneath the main image yeah and, you know it's we've seen stuff like this and it has that. to be like this violent imagery because apparently like that does something that to, opens up that does yeah. something to your brain where it makes the signal like settle into you better so and you know there have been studies on kink and like how these things kind of like with nerve endings and adrenaline where that's does, does something to your brain it's just because we're at such a great point in human civilization we could just play with those triggers in our mm-hmm. survival instinct instead of like yeah. having to be like oh shit i'm running from a saber tooth tiger it's mm-hmm. oh shit i'm getting whipped this is great you know <laughs> so it turns out so she and she tells him it's like this causes it causes a brain tumor and he's like you let me watch it like and that's how we know yeah. he's fucked yeah. because she thought and she explained she thought that they were going to come for her and this is kind right. of her first hint beyond the fact that it's a snuff film uh that yep. there's a bigger thing going on outside. Like right. Masha even says, like, no, this is bigger than you. And this kind of conf- yeah, it's like, yeah, you were gonna be my you're gonna be my assassin, but like, you know, you're just another victim. Yeah. So she gave him this, I guess, to try and like, you know, fuck like basically like, oh, you're fucked. But he was already fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like he was dead already. And so he's like, hey, I think I really need to talk to your father about this. And she made motions to these double doors and he's like, he's in there. And I'm sorry that he might disappoint you. He opens right. it. And it is just a big video archive yep. of thousands, all video tapes. thousands of tapes. And apparently Brian, Oblivion, not like the matrix gun racks, but more like a yeah. high ceiling, uh, corner office in an apartment or like a, like a business building. You know yeah. I mean? like, something like that. It's got racks in it. They're kind of weird and off, you know, they're not in rows. They're, they're off center. You know what I mean? Like everything mm-hmm. is kind of diagonal the room it's really yeah. cool it's a really cool way to make it seem like there are more tapes than there are yeah <laughs> you they, know what I mean? yeah because she says there's thousands of them and i'm like there's clearly not thousands but they try there's, there's probably hundreds but we'll, we'll give it to you, we'll sure, it to they you. Try. <laughs> so he explains her father. maybe we just didn't but, see the wall that's just completely lined with tapes yeah right. yeah you know behind the camera or the little fork that they yeah. made that's made of tapes you know like, yeah <laughs> you know the flesh that's thing. where they keep the cookies <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, no, it turns out he's been dead for like a fucking year. Yeah, he's been dead for 11 months. months. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so Max, this is this is where we go back to that opening inter- interview on, on the TV show. Like Max, Max asks how he was able to be on that TV panel with him. Bianca says it's because he was on tape. Apparently he recorded thousands of them for every and any contingency. Like two to, to three a to day. pause for a yeah, two or three days. But like he, oh, I recorded a tape where I paused for three minutes and then turned to answer a question that I can't possibly know. <laughs> <laughs> and also, well, I'm going to make it look like I'm looking at two people hitting on each other for like a good portion of that interview. How's that? And they're yeah. going to be off to my, uh, my my left, your right. You know, like, what the fuck? Uh, well, that anyway. does give some credence because he does mention before that like uh, she says that he wasn't 
he wasn't scared to let his flesh die. And mm-hmm. that does yeah, give he some believes credence. that his television life is more real than yeah his that he life. could be a ghost in the machine maybe. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, they didn't really establish that no. so much. I like that it's infinitely weirder that he did record these things. Like the visions the tumor gave him were how they he he would just basically you're watching this man in trauma not realizing it. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it a little well weirdly funny. I don't know. It's fucked it, up. Like, like it, you know, yeah. within the realm of the movie, it's it's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This dude is just he knows all the moves, but he's already dead. Like what? Okay. Yeah. Sure. But she hands him like four or five videos and he's like, let my father mm-hmm. explain, you know, like my father will know far more than I, I ever will. And he takes them and then we cut to, they're back at the station and he runs over to Harlan, who's like doing- For Like 30 seconds. Like 30 seconds, scene, it's, qu- it's quick. And he's like, Harlan, have you been hallucinating? And he's like, uh, no. Should I be? No. <laughs> he's like, yes. He's like, uh, okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, such a great- Oh, I love that bit. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Another cut, because fuck you. We're back at his place. And he's watching the videos Bianca gave him. And Oblivion explains he thought the tumor was a new organ forming in his head mm-hmm. that would yeah. that could change reality itself. And this is the part where I thought of you, Show. Like he explains that the that our reality is only what we perce- is our perception. Yeah. And that's, and that's mm-hmm. that. And that makes, well, that makes sense yeah. in his philosophy and like the idea that his television life is more real because it's observed by so many more people. Right. So yeah. that in his mind makes it more real. And that, oh man, the, well, the even, prescience, even, the like, prescience. That, that whole idea too of like, you, you're gaining the experience of the thing you're watching. Yeah. So like yeah. if you're watching an athlete, you know, if your team wins, which yeah. is a very real thing for people, like it, yeah. it's that. You're rooting for them. You're invested. Yeah. You're, yeah, it's more real to you than like the pizza that's cooling on the table in front of you. This yeah. moment where like this person's trying to put this ball in this hole is like fucking god damn it. You know, like you're into that moment. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you know simultaneously be the same way. Like you, you do. It's that whole like abyss. You looking into it, it looking back, kind of shit. You know, you're gonna yeah. reflect what you seek out. Yeah. And he felt that like because this thing was becoming a new organ that could make it into flesh, like it can make it flesh, it can make it real in his life. And whether anyone can perceive it or like, it didn't matter because all you know is what you perceive. We'll get to the flesh in a bit, but we should should mention the fact that Max is sitting on his couch shirtless with a fucking holster on. Yeah. And just scratching his belly with his gun (laughs) because he has like this new rash like it looks, it looks like, like a, a shallow star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 it turns out. So all I have is uh, the flesh vagina has appeared. <laughs> hey, yeah, as soon as Oblivion finishes speaking, like the screen just glitches out, and Max looks down to see that the rash is straight up, just like murmur. It's like it's like yeah, a, it's a giant hole in his. It's stomach. a giant hole in his stomach. It's like a gaping mouth, and yeah, he, yeah, and, and well, you know, it it specifically looks like a couple of pussy lips. So yeah, yeah kind of, kind yeah, of. Yeah, for sure. That's immediately what I thought. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the symbolism of that later when things get a little bit yeah. even somehow worse. So- like, and, then, and then like Max, for reasons <laughs> only he knows, <laughs> begins to insert the pistol into his body through the wound. It looks uncomfortable. It, they yeah. did this seem okay. so good. It really does. Yeah. This is such, this is another, this is like the second moment of Rick Baker just knocking it out of the fucking park. Because Oof. 
how they did this scene isn't how it looks at all. No. Like this, this is a whole prosthetic. Yeah, I, I cannot like, I can't wrap my head it's around it. It's like, I would, I would assume like a false chest or something. Yeah, it's but, phenomenal. Yeah. And like, you know, him and the stunt, like, uh, was his double? Like, they had to, the scene where he's standing up and his arms look weird. Those aren't mm-hmm. his arms. Like, they're they're the prosthetics arms. They had to do this weird wow. thing with it. Where he was actually, his head was at an odd angle and his body was like, the prosthetic took up the, the shot. Like he had to kind of angle it so that he was just off at this weird odd angle. That. So that That's you, incredible. It's fucking insane. Like it's totally fucking insane. And also uh, in this moment, um, this is a, this is why they used, well, no, not yet. We'll get there. Okay. Okay. So okay. Yeah, he, he stands really up. And this is a fluid shot. It's incredible. Like he stands yeah. up, he's got his wrist he's wrist deep in himself <laughs> yeah and he's just it's like he's in god such great acting this fucking moment because it's uncomfortable and he gets that across looks, very clearly yeah he his acting in this moment makes me believe that this is happening yes you know what yeah, i mean like totally. it lends a credence to it in a way that yeah. like cgi would never be able to do never. even when his arm looks really weird and wobbly and janky like it's thinner than woods is who's thin but jack like you know, he's a little cut you know he looks okay yeah. for but like his arms are they they like they're like rubbery they like bend <laughs> mid fucking forearm you believe shit, it like the elbow but you buy it yeah, the way he's moving do. and he's yeah. his panic on his face and everything he he's totally committed to the moment it's really good yeah and, oh, it's fluid too fun. like it's a fluid shot this whole scene and then he pulls his hand out there's no gun no gun it's just slime <laughs> yeah and then yeah. there's this great slapstick moment where he's like checking the holster sees it's gone then he checks the couch cushions yeah. then he checks his bag no 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 what it like, is, is he like looks and then he look. he pulls out his hand it's covered in like reddish goo Nothing. he looks down yeah. and there's no hole anymore and, mm-hmm. and he's like where's the gun he checks the, yeah he checks yeah. the hoster he checks the couch and oh, that's man. just something that we have we following the rules you of just this have thing. to deal with that now. yeah <laughs> James Woods may or may not have put a fucking gun in his stomach. Yeah, you just have to accept that now. Maybe you're the tiger, motherfucker. It is part of your reality, sorry. Oh, man. And then the phone rings. <laughs> and it's 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 Barry Convex, another one of my favorite names ever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's played by Leslie Carlson. He's this so, guy is fucking awesome. He's great in this. He is yeah. so goddamn good. And he comes into the movie like as the villain so fucking late. Like, it's just... Yeah. Yeah. You have no idea so, who these fuckers are, but they call him and he gets a call and it's yeah. a driver and he's like, Barry Convex would like to have a conversation with you. There's a car waiting outside. He goes downstairs, yeah. he gets on, gets in the limo and uh, is like, please, put, please point your attention towards the TV. And it's Barry Convex. Uh, he recorded an intro for Max. There's, there's a little, there's a little television set. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like in on the board in the car. Like, yeah, and, and the, the driver apparently tells he's in, he instructs like Max to watch it, but it's all ADR. Like you don't even see the dude's jaw move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then there's like a title card on the TV, like when when the, the it turns on, and the, there's a title card for spectacular optical, yep. keeping an eye on the world. One of and the I'm like, best evil corporations, oh. right there, with like CCP is like um, is spectacular optical because barry explains we're spectacular optical we make glasses for the third world and missile guidance systems <laughs> and i'm like oh. expensive glasses for the third world video guidance systems for nato and videodrome max yep. <laughs> they are from what i could only figure this is basically me trying to figure out what the fuck 
is mm-hmm. they're probably a multi-corporation, meaning they own a lot of different things because oh, not sure, everyone yeah. sells glasses and fucking guidance systems. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, uh, Kodak, I think, did. Oh, all right. I mean, they had government contracts for sure. They did satellite shit. Like, wow. Yeah. They're all evil. Um, oh. No, I wouldn't say evil. I mean, they did like the Hubble. Yeah, know, that's like, fair. It's like that, not all evil. It's just ninety yeah. percent of it. Um, <laughs> so spectacular optical, great corporate, great bad corporation. One of the top, definitely the top three mm-hmm. of fictional corporations. And he's like, "Yeah, we make video Duramax, and uh, like you to meet." And so they drive him to this gla- like unassuming glasses store. Oh wait, wait, no. Yeah. Barry no, said a- uh Barry said that uh the video drum signals that Max intercepted mm. were experimental test signals and they were never meant to be seen. Then he offers to meet him. And mm-hmm. this yeah. little fucking He's like, Why don't you why don't you come to my place? And it's yeah, it's, yeah it is a glass store. It's like a plaza store, you know? Like Yeah. <laughs> like a little shop. <laughs> it's just a little glasses shop. So he goes in after yeah. hours and Max is just being Max and fucking around with like some of the glasses. He's trying them on. Yeah. And then we meet convex yep who, in the flesh in the flesh oh there's my it's just god he's so fucking nefarious without like being nefarious like he's very polite he has the yeah. greatest face yes he does for this character he does. like he really so does expressive he's convex in- he is this person in this film oh, also yeah and he owns glasses right which are convex lenses etc like it's yeah. just so mm-hmm. good Fuck, yeah. fuck you. I'm just going to hit you on the head with these names, motherfucker. That's what this movie is. <laughs> it's perfect. So he's like, Max is fucking around trying on glasses. Barry Convex is like, hello. He's very polite. And he's mm-hmm. like, you could tell glasses is what he really does because he's like, oh, mm-hmm. that ma-, he calls it machinery. Like, because it's yeah. a product to him. It's like, that machinery you're That's working. a pair of, yeah, pair of granny glasses. Yeah, it's like, that machinery is a little too, a little too big for your face. Try something narrower, more spidery. And Max is like, uh, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. he's, 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 you can see it on his face. He's like, uh. Yeah, before Convex came in, he tried on a, like another, just like, Kind of like the kind of I wear, you know. He tries like yeah. a pair of those, and he, he like mugs for a second. He puts it back down. It's just a great moment of acting. It's like yeah. how to fill time, like how to yeah. Be well, it's, in it's, the it's such an interesting like character moment. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. you know, do anything. It's just okay. Well, yeah. this is what you would do. You know, like yeah. Yeah. it's very mm, as Max, fucking bonkers as this movie yeah. is. It's very really like yes, you would react like Max this. is also Which like is a what, character despite being doomed is like mm-hmm. still like. The, he, he still thinks he's on top of it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. At the bottom of shit. He just got told you know, he like, might have a fucking brain tumor and he's like, burp, 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 you know, like. <laughs> yeah, and he knows he's hallucinating at this point. Yeah. I don't think all yeah. of us would react like as this is like, as I guess not nonchalantly, but like just. Just as centered. Yeah. Like, to, well, to, you know. Be, I don't I mean, know, man, though. You are doomed. I guess there is kind of like, if you have the time. <laughs> I don't know. That's why I'm so into Gallo's humor as I watch like a hurricane pass over our head. Granted, it's not as bad as we get the coast or anything, but it's like I think it just want to fucking tornado watch. Shit. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that's jokes because what are you gonna do? I think yeah. he just thinks that he might still be able to like do something about this. You know what I mean? Like he's still finding shit out. Max, yeah. he's still finding shit out at this point. <clears throat> yeah. Max, Max is holding on to an unspoken hope that this can be reversed. Yes. Yeah, and no. you know, this is, so he's playing around with uh, spectacular opticals, uh, spring line, and uh, right. convex takes him in back, and now we get to see one of the most convincing props in cinema. Because I love this helmet. If they so painted much. this helmet mm-hmm. white, I can tell you with confidence, I've had my eyes scanned at things that look similar <laughs> yeah. because it looks like a piece of hospital equipment. 
Well, this is definitely where his son uh, got the idea. Like, kind of, it's it's very similar to the one in Possessor. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, it, it, just in terms of color, if not you know the actual the fact that he's sitting in a chair mm-hmm. and not laying yeah. down. And it looks this, functional. You know, That's the other thing. Yeah, yeah, no, they, they, the other thing. Yeah. they definitely made it to look like something again that looks like a real medical device. It's yeah. like take that VR headset from the NASA guy and then add twelve pounds <laughs> of like metal and illumination and plastic to it and circuitry, you know? like and just big dome. So it looks cool. Yeah, it looks amazing. But it, it looks it looks bioorganic or not bioorganic. Like what? Uh, that doesn't make any sense. No, what do you like, mean? Biomechanical. 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 There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like it's, not, it's a it's visor, not... but it's got like this flesh hood. On right. It. What that's also a thing though. Like again, <sighs> vaporwave. Yeah. <laughs> talk about the eighties again. Um, yeah. It's really brown. Yep. Like yeah. it was very brown and very yellow and very brown yeah. and a lot of wood paneling and everything was brown. Yeah. I yeah. my first car that I remember ever riding in was a brown Chevy Nova. Like I brown was just huge at the time. Look at old magazines and that will tell you why this thing was colored and like set up the way it was. Yeah. You know, like it just it fit. It looks convincing. It fits the yeah. time. Mm-hmm. 100%. So brown. this thing so this thing is uh supposed to record Max's hallucinations. Right. Yeah. And I would pay top dollar. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got it. <laughs> I would and, this is so how you it, get uh, and it has this like <laughs> crazy like digital display. Uh, it's like, it's like pixelated. Cloud. Yeah, and, yeah, it's really cool. Um, this effect was really good. Oh, and then yeah. like, well, um, okay, so yeah, he says that it'll it it's all self contained too. Like it'll it'll record everything inside. And then Mac yeah. Max cracks a joke about copyright. He's like, I wouldn't want to see this as a movie of the week without getting credit for it or something. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just not feeling. I like it. Yeah, like Convex though isn't yeah. feeling it because he tells him he's like, look, it's like all. He's like, look, I'm trying to. Help I'm you. trying to help you because all of our other test subjects have not returned to like normalcy. No, at all. all in like, like intensive yeah. like psychiatric care yeah. and shit like that. And, he yeah. wants to know why Max hasn't spiraled the fuck out yet. Yeah, so he's like, he wants, yeah. he wants to record his hallucination so they can study it and figure out what's going on with him. And you know, Max is down for any type of help at this point. So yeah. they strap him. Well, he believes him too. It's yeah, a convincing, he believes him. It's very yeah. convincing that he wants to help. Yeah, to the point yeah. where I'm, I'm buying it. Like yeah. I, the yeah, second totally. time I'm watching it, knowing how this fucking turns out. Well, that's that's the, the reason. That's so the good. reason for that glasses moment mm-hmm. is so you do kind of trust this guy, a right? Bit, yeah, you know? right. It, you know, it's because so he says, minimal and so fucking impactful. Yeah, like in terms of just like writing, like the craft of this. It's, yeah, it's very subtle. And very, very, very smart. Very good. Uh, so then, yeah, Barry straps Max into this fucking thing, and he talks about how you know a little S and M might help trigger the hallucination. Yeah, this is what yeah. Gets- <laughs> yeah, well, this is what we find out. This is where he's like he explains that like violence opens up receptors in the brain and spine that lets the video drum signal sink into you know. Wait, the spine. That's what he said. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I, know, but I actually was like, what? Yeah, you ever okay. have shivers down your spine when you're doing something? Uh, all right, fair enough. Yeah. But then Barry explains, like, the whole taping mechanism is self-contained. He's like, all you have to do is hallucinate. And, this, and then he heads out. No, no, no. We, he we need to talk about him heading out because he says something that I thought about last it's time. so good. He, he heads it's out so and he's good. like, all right, I'm going to go go into the next room, you know, the freaky, uh, like, I don't have a, I can't cope with the freaky stuff, which why would you, if he's the one hallucinating and you're recording it, you wouldn't see his hallucination, yeah. right? Yeah. 
So yeah. that's what makes that was the first hint that like I mean, this is manifesting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Normally, when you're, you're going to perform um, like a procedure on somebody, you're gonna I mean, be unless in the unless he was, stuff, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, unless he was talking about like. I don't like it when people have bad trips because I know people who have also been affected sure. by like somebody yeah. else having a bad trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice guy, Barry Convex. Um, yeah, <laughs> but like that was the first hint where I started to get really paranoid of like, does he know that like yeah. this manifests? Like, could this be really man? Because again, yeah, you know, like maybe he's gonna his hallucination is that's what they're saying though. That's what like Brian Oblivion's been saying. Yeah, is yeah. that it's like you're well, making... he won't be able. He won't. He's like making a new reality. He will. He's. It's hyper reality. It's you know, yeah. and that's he's making the. It's one of the most interesting subjects that uh, yeah. that Cronenberg, I think, and this is kind of why I wish I had watched Videodrome before watching Existence because sure. his commentary on hyper reality is just oh, mm-hmm. so fucking interesting, and the way that he weaves it into the narrative. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. he knows where to push and when. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not all extreme the whole time. You need to yeah. have that trough before you get to the next peak. And like, he's very good at lulling you into a false sense of knowing what the fuck is going <laughs> on. He's yeah. very, very good at that. Like he'll stage a scene where it's just like, well, this just looks like, you know, Max and Masha at the restaurant. And this turns into Masha wants to smash the waiter. <laughs> like, it's so fucking great. It's so fucking cool. And, and you know, that, and that's not to say that that's a bad thing. It's just to say that like, what well, didn't see that coming, you know? And you constantly, yeah are in that moment and that's where now we're in this hallucination in the helmet yeah and through the visor he's looking around everything's pixelated and then like nikki walks in and then like immediately this cool fucking pixelate pixelation effect fades and she's wearing the red dress and the shelves and the boxes behind her are red and she hands him a whip and then they're in the room they're yeah. in the big because of course they are yeah and and she's yeah. like like basically you're getting the breathing again and in the middle of the yeah. room is the television and this is the weird part because now he's got the whip and he walks around behind the TV so you can see what's on the screen and it's her. You can kind of see her and he doesn't start yeah. whipping it until the she's camera. She's like chained up. up. Yeah, she's like yeah. chained up and she's like, come on. And she has one of the kinda. best quotes in the movie, which is, let's open up those neural floodgates. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, he's behind the TV and he starts whipping it. You don't see her on the screen anymore. The camera has yeah. panned above. You only see the top of the TV. Yeah, and because you're focused on Max. You're watching him absolutely and like and at first at first he's like okay this is kind of weird but then he like starts really starts getting into it, it. Yeah. and that's that's the change on. that's the change that you're supposed to watch right. in this scene that's the moment but then oh fuck but then the camera yeah. pans back and like, it's masha yeah real 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 sad there i was like oh. yeah She's okay. Well, well, we but don't know. Yeah. Actually. Well, well, it's, oh, we, yeah. Uh, yeah. We no, have no idea. So, yeah, he's whipping a TV. I literally, my notes just says S&M with a TV. And uh, <laughs> he whips the flush TV and it's Masha. And suddenly... He wakes up. Crash. He wakes crash up. Crash cut. He's in his bed. He wakes He's like, wakes up. And did you guys catch what he said? This was... I was always foggy on this quote. Basically... He did. Oh, fuck. I almost wrote it down, but I didn't. What did he say? Basically, he's like he's talking about oblivion and like the, the war, like the, the state of the hallucination. He's like, blah. It, anyway, he tries to roll over to go back to sleep, and he he, he said something yeah. though. You're right. He's like, you call that a hallucination? Yeah, or something. Basically, like, yeah. Yeah. something like that. Like some sort of weird. Like I don't know. I remember one time my dad walked in on me, 
um, when like we were, my brother and I were really young and we were asleep. He like turned the light on in the bedroom and I was on the top bunk or something like that. And, and I don't remember any of this. My dad comes in and he's like, Hey, uh, can I use your, can I use your calculator? And I apparently sat straight up in bed and just threw my pillow at him and said, here. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really felt like one of those moments. You know what yeah, I mean? Basically, yeah. Just like, and he just stop all the fucking carrots and celery and he just rolls yeah. back over, you know, like. Basically, he rolls over it, to go back to sleep and. But then you find out that there's someone else in bed. Yeah, there's a little yeah, like, it, underneath it was, all like, the, the shit. Best reaction to almost spooning someone I've ever seen. He was just like, Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on a minute. And then yeah. it's Masha. She's yeah, bound and, and covered with whip marks and dead in his bed. Yeah. And he yeah. the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man. He immediately calls fucking Harlan. Was old he's people. like, right. he's yeah. like. Uh, okay, let me let me let me run through the thought process here. Uh, dead woman who, who's a friend of mine in my bed that I may have whipped in a hallucination. Call Harlan. Yeah. <laughs> camera, mind you, he wants Harlan to come with a camera. Just call the fucking cops, dude. Like shit, skip a step. You know. Yeah, but also, but well, first of all, hallucinating. Right. So he wants to know what he's seeing is real, and right. second of all, like, I mean, he wants to make if, sure if. She is actually dead in his bed. It's not going to look good to the cops and also fuck the cops. But, uh, you know, because. Uh, right. But like, I mean, Harlan's probably the first person that I would go to because Harlan's like already neck deep in like shady shit. For sure. Like, he knows. And he knows about video. Yeah. Film too. Well, it's I, you know what? I guess I would have used like to punch this movie up to 90 minutes. I would have liked 45 seconds where they were hanging out outside of the office. Like as buds. Yeah. Like having a yeah. beer one time. Just real quick. Yeah, that's fair. Harlan says something funny. And then it would just, it just, that one time it would have, and it's, uh, God, if someone ever fucking gets us back to Kronberg somehow, I'm not complaining here. <laughs> yeah. Because I still got it. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like I still fucking well, got that they're, all right, well, he trusts them, you know? Yeah. And well, I mean, I, I don't, I don't really see Max Ren as have, as having like a whole bunch of friends. Oh no, he does people that he works with. No, no, no. no. and that's he's, he's all yeah. ego. Yeah, like he's yeah. just ego and yeah. like running around just banging his head on shit. You know, like yeah, which, yeah, which is so clear in this scene. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it couldn't have been any clearer. So he f- calls Harlan to bring a camera of all things, and it's like, well, Patron, I'm here. You know, and mm-hmm. you get the sense it is really fucking early in the morning. Yeah. Like 4 a.m. Yeah, he's like, he points in there. He's like, all right, I want you to take, we see my bed. I want you to take a picture of it. Don't be shy. Get in there. And he's like, you want me to take a picture of what's in your bed? He's like, yeah, do it. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like really, really weird fucking, he's yeah. so mad, like, and freaking yeah. out. And Harlan yeah. is like, okay, I guess. He meanders in there for like literally five seconds, goes back out. He's like, Max, there's, nothing in your bed you didn't get me here like, to just take pictures of your bed and sheets did you and max yeah. is just like dive bombs into yeah, his yeah. bed oh yeah, yeah. starts tearing yeah. Apart, <laughs> and apart, looking under the bed i mean he's all like Bruh. and then he, he, he straight up like him and harlan have this great back and forth where they get real pissed at each other but then they're friends again yeah. which i can't yeah. you know what frankly <laughs> that stands in for the beer earlier frankly because yeah. it's a really great moment that really evolves organically and probably had a little bit of improv on it um 
because Max is just like, you know, he, he get he, he gets he basically gets him to agree to meet at the office in an hour. So like at five yeah. a.m. or yeah. yeah. But he's just like, listen, man, um, it's like fucking five a.m. Man, you can we, we could like see each other like on business hours and like max snaps at him he's just like no fuck you you fucking be there in an hour and then he's like no you fuck yourself yeah back. <laughs> he's like no he's like, he's like, you call me in the middle of the night to come to your place with a camera to take a picture of nothing and it, like right. if you're gonna be a dick then i'll just see you in normal business hours patron he's like right right, right. like it is like really and he's right yeah 100 on point like you know but yeah. then, then they're like Hey man, I'm really sorry. I was a dick to you right there. You know, like both of them, both of them yeah. apologized to each other. Like, and it's just like, oh. And then you know, yeah, Harlan shows up in a fucking hour, man. Max gets to the lab. Harlan's there. It literally Max, just says in my notes, Max gets fucked. Yeah, Max asks if he's watched the tape of the previous night's video drum drum transmission. And then oh, this is where it really. Oh, this is the moment you just yeah. your soul fucking drops out of your body. Harlan says there was no transmission, not last night, not ever. Knock at the door, ta-da, Barry Convex. <laughs> so, it's such a great fucking betrayal. It's such a, yeah. ooh, it's the crunchiest yeah. fucking moment. This is, of like the Phil, this is like the yeah. subtle Phil Dickian destruction of reality. Because yes. this, oh, is, yeah. this is very hard to do. Yes, this, this is very yeah. hard. This didn't require hallucinations. This required conspiracy, and this is the worst one. Mm. Like, yes. Harlan explains that he was only ever playing pre-recorded cassettes for Max. You know, video drum had never been transmitted on an open broadcast circuit, not yet. Mm-hmm. So, like, apparently, Barry sent fucking Harlan to work for Max two years ago as a plant, like to get him involved in shit. And Harlan wasn't affected because he never watched it, which is how it transmits. Like, again, this establishes that you like there are rules in this fucking shit that make this so yeah. work. You know what I mean? Like, you have to see it. Hearing it isn't enough. That's that's. Oh, they established that so fucking well. Anyway, um, so Barry asks him, he's like, why would anyone watch a scum show like Videodrome? You know, why would you watch it, Max? You know, and Max is like, business reasons. And then they really don't come to like a good, like no one really wins this. No, because yeah. they, they go into, like, because Harlan explains too, is like, you know, North America is weak. With like the rest of the world's getting tough. And like we yeah. like we have all like basically it's kind of like the right I get the sense they're like some weird right wing thing because it's basically the right wing thing of yeah. like the world's filled with degenerates. And no, we and yeah. what they want to do is they want to they basically want they wanted him involved because they want his station because they're the type of viewer they basically want to exterminate because what they want to do is play video drum over an, uh, live air and right. anyone who would want to watch this it will basically drive out of their damn mind. Yeah, and that's how they want to basically make their country pure and strong mm-hmm. yeah well and they also like okay so there's there's that whole uh, blah, blah. harlan then proceeds to just like lambaste max in the network and its viewers yeah you know with like total disdain he says, like, the, he says the country needs to be pure direct and strong and that his right. cesspool of a television station with him and the people who watch it are just disgusting well this this is actually even on the back uh, of the description of the of the movie they, they discuss like that this is a right-wing organization and Cronenberg mentions in that documentary with like him and Landis and Carpenter that like things change kind of like how the MPA's ratings change Mm -hmm. depending on who's holding the seats. Yeah. And things got much more puritanical. Like things were getting X ratings because of sex over violence. Like you can have your movie be as violent as you want. Fucking red Dawn was like PG PG 13. Yes. And there's like six, 700 people get murdered in that fucking movie. You know what I mean? Like, 
but you saw it like if you, if you saw like one boob boom you know r rating you know like and it's yep. just so fucking ass backwards and like that's this it really mentality is. being played out through like harlan here yeah yeah you know and then barry says yeah they're gonna use max's station um barry also says that they did record and uh analyze max's hallucinations mm. tell him now mm. that he's ready for something new and now i get to tell you the reason <laughs> they used betamax is because it the vhs didn't fit in the slit <laughs> oh fuck i didn't didn't think of that wow oh man i've been i've been sitting on that one for two hours never thought of that ever (laughs) (laughs) so he's like he's like he he has this tape or betamax and he's like open up to me max and his shirt yes. just more it, like a wind just picks up in the office out of nowhere, yeah. and he's just like, "Why?" Died and freaking out. He's good. He's like putting his back against the door, like, "Oh, what do I do? What do I do?" And his shirt just spontaneously starts unbuttoning itself. Very big, would you kindly vibes? Yeah, yeah. and that's what this yeah. is. And he oh. he and his flesh slot is there now. And Mary, mm. apparently not perturbed by this, shoves. His, this is a rape, basically. Is he yeah. shoves his the cassette in his flesh, mm. and you could tell it is not good because it's like, oh god, oh, yeah, no. like Max collapses. Yeah, and he like he's pull, goes down. Convicts pulls his hand out, whips it off, like to get the slime off, because apparently yeah. this isn't a normal violation for him. Because again, mm. at this point, oh, he's a murderer. That's like that argument that no one won earlier. It's, you know, Max is a sleazeball TV show producer and Barry is an amoral murderer. Yes. There's no moral high ground to be had here. No. Yeah, just There's who, just like yeah. an active or a passive fucking. Like whether you are going to have it done to you or you're going to seek it out. Yeah. Max represents weirdly consent because you have to go to his channel. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You have to go to him. And Barry is just this monster fucking rapist who is straight up yeah. going to, he's like, you know, Tim Leary thinking that everybody needs to do acid and now dump it in the water supply kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Like, it's a really weird distinction to make that I'm literally, that's not in my notes. Like, I just like kind of came to that right here. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that, I don't know if it's valid. No, you're like, getting I, it right I, on the nose. Like, it's the idea of like, like I don't know, kink.com. Like it's there. Like everyone, yeah. everyone there yeah. is consenting, and you're consenting by popping in, looking at it. Like like right. like the argument with porn that people think porn is corrupting. It's like I yeah, think it, well, it's an it, it's interesting <sighs> that they went with like that. It's such a sex positive like message, or like, and not really? just sex positive, yeah. but like BDSM positive pro consent. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like well, I mean, and that's a big thing with like. Cronenberg that I've seen in other interviews as well. Like he's very much like um, he said in that, that one documentary that like um, you know, he he believes you should be able to film anything. You should absolutely be able to put absolutely anything you want on a film. However, when you're making a movie, you know, you, you have to basically you're playing a game. You have to pick a set of rules and then, you know, you have to stick to those rules. You can't like, well, all of these things happen. And then like DSX machina, some shit. It gets you have to play fair with the people you know, and within that context you can have something to say you know he he said that he was actually like he gets offended by gratuitous violence and i'm like yeah, yeah same man like i can fall yeah. asleep through a fucking stupid gunfight right now make it matter yeah like absolutely yeah. like make it matter a single gunshot killing a, an important character will have more impact than just you know cgi armies squaring off on a fucking field yeah, yeah. you know it's it's mm-hmm. 
that's the lesson, you know, for all of this shit, really. But like, oh, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, Max collapses from, you know, being beta raped. Yeah, and they just walk. And then Harlan and Barry leave. Yeah, they walk out of the room. And my notes literally end here because I can recite the rest of the movie by heart. And my, my yeah, literally, right. literally my notes, notes say, and then shit goes bug fuck. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, this no, is I have, where we've yeah. left reality completely. So this is yes. like my last like page of notes anyway. Yeah. yeah. He he crawls oh, he crawls through into the hallway and like and then he hears Barry's voice in his head saying, mm-hmm. Give us channel eighty three, Max. We want mm-hmm. channel eighty three. Kill your partners. All me. Yeah. Give us channel eighty three, yeah, Barry. <laughs> and it's very like, very you know, MK Ultra. Yes. Very much. Yeah, it's very MK Ultra, and that, that's what it is. Like Again, another yeah. fascinating subject for me, but it's so he pull he reaches into his flesh slot and he pulls out his slime covered gun finally, and it's like this hallway corner. And it's, oh man, oh, he's having a oh, rough this time. Scene is, and he's not this is again one of the one most not perfect, but still one of the greatest practical effects ever shot yeah. is, and which yeah. has inspired countless things. Like I've seen the concept art for it. Like it's the gun slowly like creates cables that dig through his hand and flesh yeah. and th- yeah you can see this sort of like this the way that it like fuses yeah. his arm in oh yeah it's like coming out countless, of his countless countless like bubblegum crisis just oh, off yeah. the top of my head yeah uh, and like yeah just the whole like right. out of control tubes and uh and shit like that yeah like tetsuo's arm uh, even like they're, yeah they're, yeah there's, oh yeah this is or, or like, a, like, like in uh, what you call it by uh god damn it tetsuo the iron man yeah yeah no oh yeah more like that than anything oh, yeah. really but like it's gross oh, like it's yeah. like, part of your thumb yeah there's like these tendrils just poking right the fuck through that yeah it's you know? like oh yeah digging into your flesh and then it starts like fusing his fingers to the grip as well right yep so like he, he's he, like yeah, trying to he's now the gun yeah yeah instead of it being a handgun it's a gun hand Yep. Yes. He is, and, hey, he, hey. He, and as far well, as we know, well, he like, can't do anything about this. This is just. Yeah. And oh yeah, it, it's pretty great. It's great. Oh god, it's so good. <laughs> the audio is so fucking it's, gross. It's his acting's great. Like you can tell he's in oh, pain yeah. and shock and yeah. just not knowing what the fuck's going on. It again. He's, yeah. He's decidedly not okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now, like, <laughs> now we cut to Max in the office, and then like the gun's gone. Yep. Like, what is it? Was yeah. it real? Did he imagine it? Yes. Variety where the partners are. He goes into the meeting he, room. Hold on, because he's totally like ghost eyed now. He's just oh, yeah, slowly no, no, no. walking he's, through, and everyone's like, "Oh, hi, Max," and he's just ignoring. He's him. barely keeping it together. Like, yeah, still calm. Mm-hmm. But he's like, he has a single fucking mission right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, th- this is this is what's up. Like, I, I need to come in. I need to do this thing. I need to get up. And poor Variety. I just <laughs> I know. She's such yeah. a sweetie. Like anyway, like yeah. he she goes into the meeting room. And he pulls the gun and he shoots them both, yep. right? So Freddy comes in and Max has, he's hiding the gun like in his jacket and he's hunched over and she thinks Max been shot too. Yeah. yeah. So he literally Max, says he's like, they, they killed us. They killed us. They killed us. Yeah. They killed us. Yeah. And like, and like no one saw anyone come in or go except for him. But like he manages, the, this works both as a lie though and as an exclamation of a person like under outside influence, like they killed us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's yeah. Really, man, some of the fucking dialogue choices in this movie. You just take a half second with it, and it's just like, what do you mean by that? Yeah. And it's, yeah. okay, what do you yeah. mean by that? You know, it's almost like the narrative splits every time you get one of these cool lines. Anyway, Brighty yeah. takes him to a break room, and he takes a second before he just opens the door and exits the break room into a back alley. And she, lo- and an she in- looks at him, like, it, she's, and she's like, not still, she, 
again, she's the only good person in this film, and she has no idea what's mm-hmm. going on. And because she thinks she's, you know, it's her boss's person, she very clearly cares about has been injured. And then he just like opens the back door, looks back at her, and she's like, Max? Like she like like she can't like, believe that he yeah, might have actually yeah. done this. Yeah. And then he just like goes and in, into the street and keeps going and, and he like hides the gun in his jacket pocket. Oh wait, but here's the best part. Like in this back alley, there are dudes moving doors from one side of the alley to the other side of the alley. Oh my one god! Of, <laughs> one of them appears to be Cronenberg. Oh well, I didn't even notice that. Uh-huh. I didn't oh, notice it until the second time. He's not really in focus, but it's the second when Max actually makes the turn to come up the alley toward the camera, like in the, as they start you know panning back and everything. Yeah, he's 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 he looks right at the camera. <laughs> like it's <laughs> it's really funny. I, I I saw that today, and I was just like, oh shit. Is that? I can't really tell because it happened really quickly, and I didn't rewind it. But I think it's him. I think he's pulling that Hitchcock. Home. Oh, totally. It's great. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he's an actor. Sure. He was. He was. Uh, he was a yeah. bad guy in in uh, fucking uh, what uh, Nightbreed. Yeah, he was. Oh God, I love that movie. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> find a way to fit that in here somehow. Anyway, so yeah, Max sets the cathode ray mission, and Barry's voice is telling him to kill Bianca. She knows too much. She can right, hurt us, yeah. Max. Don't let her hurt mm-hmm. us. Kill Bianca. He, he fucking busts the window around back to get in because, of course, the front door's closed because this place isn't like a homeless shelter. It's like an indoctrination, you know, mission. Yeah. And, uh, but the place is empty and he sees this like desk and like there's a lamp and a typewriter and like an unattended dinner. And then like Bianca comes around a corner and she's holding some tapes, you know, as you do. And then Max addresses her and she realizes that, yeah, he's the guy. He's going to kill her. Yeah, and Max denies yeah, because it's weird because he's saying something like he's like, "Hi, I'm a Max Ren." I, Wait, yeah, like you run away from the TV. Yeah, you know? no, it was like it, it was the exact same thing that he said when he first met. Yeah, it's like right. a pre-recorded was, thing, though. It's like his mind can't. Yeah, like right because he's not here right now. Well, listen, yeah. look, hold on. Max Ren at this moment is ostensibly a Teddy Ruxpin. Hear me out. <laughs> They put a cassette in him. Maybe it rewound a bit. I don't know. And this is what he was meant to say here. But he, he's like, mm, got to just get through this part so we can listen to the next part. Yeah, that's what it I is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, uh, for the listeners at home, Teddy Ruck <laughs> yeah. was a uh, God. It was, a, it was an animatronic doll teddy bear that you put a cassette in the back of and it programmed a certain way so that his eyes would move and his mouth yeah, would move. They weren't very cuddly because it had a whole ass quarter oh. in it. Yeah, the whole yeah. thing is, is ostensibly like hugging a metal box. Yeah. But like <laughs> when it got fun was when you'd stick something in it like, mm, I don't know, uh, Kiss's Greatest Hits. <laughs> what the fuck to do with that? Because the Teddy Ruxpin tapes only recorded the full tape on one side and not on both sides. You know what I mean? Like not, not on yeah. they didn't split it down the middle. So, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, Max is a Teddy Ruxpin at this point because they're just stuffing fucking tapes in him and he just goes and does what it says. And it's really, I didn't have that insight until now either. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's what it is. This is how I deal with like the horror of this movie. Anyhow, <laughs> yeah. my, it's my control. It's fucked up. It, 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 that's what this yep. would look like, basically. It's like this, he's the Manchurian yeah. candidate. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So Bianca, she knows the score. She just fucking bugs out. And like Max, by the time he could pull the gun, like which is now again fused to his. Oh, hand. his gun is different now. His gun is what is what it's is, is the key. It's, it's like the it's it. 
Well, it's it's fused to it's his hand. hand. Oh, it yeah. is his well, hand at yeah. this point. Flesh has yeah. creeped yeah, up no, and it, molded with his hand. Even the barrel just looks like a penis now. Like it's just mm-hmm. all yeah. flesh, and it's the cancer gun. It no longer shoots yeah. bullets. Yeah. It shoots literal cancer. Right. <laughs> it does, and that boy that we need to fun. see what that looks like later. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So Max tears this partition uh, down, and behind it is a uh, the TV. You know, the breathy one. And Bianca's yeah. voice tells Max that Videodrome killed Nikki, and she's on it, right? Like she's yeah. on the TV. Yeah. And they used Grinch yeah. to seduce him this whole time. So yeah. So she. So she was never actually real, right? Like, or she wasn't. She was like, real, she but was in real Max's mind, like first meeting. She was like real when she goes to a point. Like, I think here's the thing. You're not again. We're, there's no concrete definition of what's real. No, I think I think that since uh, since Max watched the first 52 seconds of Videodrome, like that, that was it. They had him. And I think that Nikki was other than maybe on the television show. She was just like hallucinating. I think. Well, wait, well, th- wait, when when did he see the 53 seconds and did he see the 53 well, seconds before? he did was Here's it, the thing. Was it before or after the interview? It was that he go. Or the, the um, no arena it was before if I remember. Something, but I think show. his secretary mentions Nikki, so we know that Nikki is. Here's the thing: I think yeah. Nikki was real. Nikki goes to the net. Yeah, Nikki was real to a point. When she left for her so-called vacation, is when she stopped being real. Right, because this yeah. is what, that's, that's what I felt. Yeah, that's what that's what I got out of it because the that's when he started seeing her on the TV, mm-hmm. and that's when I think. Well, you, I. I think that even like that first night that he was there, you know, well, that that she was over at his place. I don't think that she was necessarily even real then. It might have just been, um, I don't know. But anyways, this is just theorizing. Right. No, I can't. Because because her objective has always been, well, like, whether you knew it or not, it was always to get Max to get closer to Videodrome. Yeah, or to to try and figure out what video drone. Yeah, is. I don't think she was a right. part well, of yeah, that. Though, but besides them using yeah. her likeness, because yeah, we learned that like she died. Like it literally just shows yeah. her being strangled to death. Right. And yeah. the TV warps, and it becomes the screen becomes like literally like skin and flesh and veins. And I love how they did this because then the arm, like a mirror image of his of the cancer gun, just stretches right. through the screen and turns a little bit like it's aiming. Mm-hmm. Shoots yeah. Max. It doesn't actually shoot like, him, but four times, you know, yeah, whatever. It, it's like a spiritual thing because, like, he falls over, and it sh- the image the image on the screen shifts again, and it's just Max's chest bleeding. Right. And it like mirrors his wounds, you yeah. know. Yeah. And then Bianca comes over, and he's like, apparently, this like shook him out of their programming, yeah. and it stilled him with something else. It's something about she said something about how like what like removing the cassette um, is always difficult, like yeah, changing the is always difficult the program's always painful yeah. yeah right and it's like now you are a weapon of uh the new now you are a weapon of the new flush you are the cathode ray made you are the cathode ray made real you are like long a death to video from long live the new flesh she says like you are the video word made flesh. yeah you were the video word okay. made flesh yeah yeah. Yeah. Death to yeah she's like go go blow them up use their weapons against them yeah then right? she yeah. says that and then he repeats it yeah, you know, but not yeah. not quite like he's just like uh, maybe he's just being used by them now, right? You know, Basically, like it's yeah, not, like, yeah, here. yeah. And like then, it's, and, it's it's fairly zombie like zombie like, I guess. Oh um, yeah, no. Well, the, now, oh man, I love this bit. Okay, so like <laughs> we're going back to spectacular optical. Right? There's this yeah. TV 
Now, all we know about it is that it's given us news that there's a manhunt in progress for Max because of the mass shooting back at <laughs> Netflix, right? Yeah. But the yeah. guy standing next to it is treating it like it's a trick monkey. And he keeps telling yeah. Max, he's like, the monkey don't dance without money. Hey, you know how much my monkey's batteries cost? They don't last in the cold. And I'm just dying because, like, <laughs> choice. <laughs> it's, it's so outside of the vibe of most of the movie for just – but it isn't because it's another you're jumping to this. You jump to this yeah. and now you have to fucking deal. What the fuck are you talking about, monkey? It's a team. What are you talking about? You know, like in your head. Yeah. Like at first yeah. I thought it was just like, I don't know, throwing some sort of slang in the context of the movie. But right. like, but right. no, he thinks that he thinks that Max is someone else entirely. He's like, hey, Johnny, come back here. Right. You well, he's, he's just calling him that like name where you decide yeah. that someone's name. You don't know their name. You don't oh, care. He, you just want to get to the Yeah. It's like he's he's got this thing. What's up, champ? Yeah, yeah. basically. It's just weird because he has like this thing plugged up, which is like maybe a symptom of the cathode ray mission because it's like basically a homeless person trying to do this to make money. I'm like, what better they than TV, yeah. I guess, because he learned mm, that. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a great, yeah. Yeah. Great insight. It's a product of the world that we're occupying right now. Yeah. But then Max, he spots Harlan across the street and he follows him into the optometry shop. And inside, there's this this, <laughs> this guy that runs the shop, like he's the clerk or, or the manager or whatever. He's like Jamaican. He's Jamaican. Yeah. And he's I like he's he's just trying to sell him on some shit. And then like Max gets by him. Yeah, he's he goes just around back. He's just there. Yeah. He's just there to yeah. slow his progress to the back of the store by seven yeah. seconds. And then he gets back and he confronts Harlan and Harlan doesn't look that enthused, but they have this like little back and forth. Like Harlan doesn't know the score. Right. So he's like, uh, Hey man, you've been really useful to us, but they have a joke. What do the fuck do they say to each other? Oh, he's like, it's what's really in the, he's like, what's in the box? And like, Harlan's like your head's in this box. And then they were like, ha, 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 Yeah, they laughed it. because it's probably the recording device. That's what I right. thought of. Like, yeah, your head's in this box. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you've been really useful to us. And it's like, we want to keep using you until we can't anymore. Until you're all gone. Until you're all gone, yeah. And yeah. he pulls out this a video one. that is basically yeah. flesh and cartilage. It's oh, yeah. Red. It's, it's like yeah. brilliant yeah. red. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's like a stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's basically like a, a person's steak, but it's made into the form of a cassette. Oh my and he's God. like, open yourself up to me, Max. And he, he yeah. at this time, Max slowly unbuttons his shirt and his flesh hole is there again. And yeah. Harlan puts it in, but to Harlan's horror, he can't pull his hand out again. Right. Yes. Yep. Then the wind. <laughs> Inspiration for the movie Teeth, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, man. No, no. I can't believe what happens next. This is one of my yeah. favorite. Oh, his man. hand this starts. So fucking like, the wind picks up. The breathing picks up. Harlan is starting to freak out because he's starting to be in pain. Blood is just pouring out of the flesh flush hole and harlan's like ah! winds literally change yeah harlan is Man, oh i just got i just got that harlan, yeah harlan is screaming he finally gets to pull his hand out and it is his just flesh hand and bone have been molded into what is basically like a p- potato masher grenade like those old stick grenades because yes, it starts yeah. ticking <laughs> and there's this weird wind that blows harlan back up to the wall and we get max says See you in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Harlan explodes. He blows a hole in the wall, and Max just—he just vaporizes. He's just vaporized. Right? He's he's just just vaporized. <laughs> yeah, there's not anything. It's just like yeah. on. But he blows a hole in the wall, and Max just walks the fuck out and goes to the convention. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's one of my favorite bits in the movie where he's just like, well, oh, I guess. You know, oh, I <laughs> Fucking great. Oh, my God. It, it makes so much sense. Like, yeah. another movie would not have done that. They'd make him try to get out through the building, you know? Like, oh, I gotta go out there. No, yeah, he's like, boom, 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 boom. That's Yep. Which is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's unstoppable. You know, it's like, fucking all shit. You know, like, what's going on? So we go to this fucking convention center, and it's the it's the trade it's show that Barry was talking about. Oh, man. There's this stupid fucking medieval-themed, quote, entertainment happening Excuse on the Excuse me, Renaissance-themed. <laughs> Whatever. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's, an, it's a unit of entertainment. Yeah. You know? it, like, everyone's... Oh, and it, this choice, like, it seems very on-brand. Like, having worked a few fucking corporate banquets yeah. in my day. Yeah, man. You see some dumb yeah. shit. And, like... This guy, he's like tink, tink, tink on this big wooden box, and then eventually it like breaks in half, and there's like a thing underneath it that's like a perfect yeah. Because they, like they gave him glasses, like it's all this is all dance. Yeah. Then it, like right. they take their clothes off and they start like dancing like leotard. It's like very eighties. Oh, very- this dude, this dude in oh my god, he he's really going for it. They man. are, they all are. Like it, this, it, well, they all are, but there's this one fella that's in the background in the leotard, right? And he has this look on his face as he's whipping his head around, like, I'm going to do this as hard as I fucking can. And <laughs> I, I, I don't know his name. I, I don't know what troop he's from or anything, hey, this, but I will yeah. shout out. This bro, is, like yeah, that. We're proud yeah, of you. I am. We, we, we are proud of you. Like, I, we I hope see, you're doing well. So do I, I see you. I see your work. You. This was uh, a movie this, in a movie. And you went this, for this, it. This, Really going for it. Yeah. I mean, go back to that scene, and you'll know exactly who I'm talking about now. Oh, yeah. out. It, it, he's, he's just—he's all huffed up. It's great. He's just going to fuck do this, man. You know, like <laughs> in, in the most theatrical way possible. It's so wonderful. And then Barry takes the stage. Well, like Max takes a seat, right? And he's kind of got his back to the stage, which is great. Yeah. And uh, then Barry takes the stage, and he's like, uh, "Well, you know me." You know, like every single fucking corporate banquet goes, uh, and then yeah. some dude in. <laughs> Like off camera, it's just like, yeah, we know you. <laughs> I love it. I, lo- I would love to think that wasn't in the script. Everyone's like, yeah. There's always a kiss ass, man. Yeah, there's always a true. kiss ass. And it, doesn't sound yeah. 80, well, it might be ADR. Well, most of this dialogue is. Yeah. I mean, there's even a couple scenes where in the same room where you can tell, like, he's not on camera. So they just like, yeah, you don't have to say these yeah. words here. I mean, it's a trade um, show. He probably does know most of them. Like, it's like for corporations to sell glasses. So sure, like, you know, I'm yeah. sure all of yeah, these yeah. people know each other. You know, right? Yeah, yeah no, it's yeah. it's totally you know the corporate you know they sold it. it's believable. Like this whole scene is very yeah, no, like feels, mm-hmm. no, it totally feels it, it feels boring like one. Yes, like oh that's, yeah, that's the brilliance yeah. of that establishment. Like it's just oh, I would hate to be yeah. like that's all you get from the first like fifteen yeah. twenty seconds. <laughs> yes, oh, I, would, <laughs> I would never work that. I will never. I will never excel in my job if I can avoid this. You know, like. <laughs> I will stay right where I'm at and never ask for a promotion. Just never go to that. So Barry, uh, he takes the stage. Max gets up with his uh, gun hand. A cancer gun. Barry, yeah, Barry tries to get away, but Max manages to shoot him like a lot. Like, yeah, and this is also this is also like a fun little moment because like Barry sees him and then he like starts backing away and then there it's not like pandemonium or anything. It's the the entire audience is just confused for a moment. It's, yeah, because it, it, it's, yeah. This, it's, it's just it's just something. Yeah. yeah, it's convincing because he's like chasing him around this around the yeah. stage, and then yeah, it's a slow he, build just, up of panic. I can't I can't yeah. imagine him being ru- bum rushed by like all the up the the optometrist smoking cigarettes that they showed in the you know, audience yeah. right before this. 
don't see. <laughs> he just sat through, you know, fucking uh, medieval times uh, yep. in tights. And, yeah. uh, you know, maybe they're like ah, full, you know, had too much of the shrimp cocktail. They're not going to get up there and start <laughs> trying to take that, that fucking kit on hand. Yeah, no, we don't. Yeah, no, that's above their pay grade. So I love this too because when he finally shoots him, he fucking makes sure he's good and dead because he works up his body, shoots him in the gut, shoots him in the chest, and then shoots him like he goes up his body into his head. Oh yeah, no, he's he's, yeah. he's clearing all the chakras, man. He's like, like I need to make sure you're not going to get back up. And oh, does he does not get back up because? His, yeah, oh, I love this bit where see he Max grabs the microphone, raises the gun, yells. Death to Vidriotrum, long live the new flesh, yeah. and drops the mic. Like, he's yeah. straight up like, you know. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, <laughs> Convex. <laughs> meanwhile, Convex is on the ground, and his body is literally splitting open. It's like, erupting yeah, with tumors. Yeah, with tumors. And it's, like... It's gross as fuck. It's, it's a, a great... Yeah, yeah he's like, just, he's like... Moaning in pain after like bear, well after Max is running off. Oh, dude, the ASMR here is yeah. awful. Like it's it's so. <laughs> it's like moist bones cracking. And yeah, and he's, yeah. he's like choking the whole fucking time, and there's just yeah. a, like pre- ridiculous amount of blood starts flowing a little, a couple seconds into it. Yeah. Right now, what's, yeah. what do you like? The effect for this are there's like four dudes or five dudes under this puppet okay the cancer are gloves so there's like hands in those things and that's why it's looking like it's trying to push out and they're just trying to weird their hands up a lot when the blood starts flowing the four dudes underneath it got covered in it <laughs> like doused in it and Not then the, the five or six of them whatever they go back to the hotel and they're like yeah and it's a real nice hotel there's like socialites and people sitting in the lobby in fur coats and stuff and then the six of us walk in covered in this fucking syrup <laughs> Looking like we just, you know, slaughtered an entire fucking town. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what these fuckers went through for that scene, man. Ooh, shout man. out, fist bump. That's insane. Uh, just the, the, uh, God, I miss practical effects. Hey, so you know what? Long, too. It goes on yeah. for so oh, long. You like, see this yeah. fucker, like, a, try to die. It's well crafted. B, they knew it. <laughs> oh, you, we linger on him, like, attempting to die. It's long. Yeah. It goes on yeah. way past comfortable. And it's great. Yeah, yeah. His face like, splits yeah. open. You can see his skull and meat underneath the cancer just oh, bubbling out of his brain. It's very it's like palette, Paul like, Ver- it, oh. I don't know who did the special effects, but it, it reminded me a lot of like uh Paul Verhoeven stuff. No, oh, no, this this is Rick Baker. Yeah. Oh. This is oh, the Star okay. Wars dude. Yeah. Like he, yeah. yeah, it's tough. Said fucking knock. They just knocked it out. Of this the park. is like the head explode yeah. scene in Scanners, basically, which he did. Yeah, yeah. Like it. Yeah. You know, it's just vis- had a build up to the moment. You know, because like, yeah. mm-hmm. this, this, and then, and then, what happens? Max walks the fuck out. He just walks out. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's almost as if he he made his old buddy's hand turn into a grenade and blew a hole yeah. in the wall. How not <laughs> this fucking convention center? And then we find him. He's he's going. Uh, you know, this this is it now. Huge fucking content warning for the rest of this. Oh, yeah. Um, yes. yes. Suffice it to say, um, the movie ends and like uh, the content warning is like extreme self-harm to the point of fatality, possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, All right. So Max gets to this abandoned, like condemned docked vessel. And then there's like this evidence that like someone's been staying there. There's like a mattress and a fire ring and some empty bottles. And he just like kind of slides the 
fucking mattress up against the wall and he's like laying there and he's just he puts his hand on his head and he's just like what the fuck yes. you know like yeah at this point there's nothing good going on there's a whole goddamn the city's looking for him you know what i mean yeah he's just yeah. gone on his fucking as far as they know he's just a mass murderer yeah his life right? is and over then, yeah his life well, i mean yeah it was already over anyways well, no. because, like for realsy real yeah, well, yeah. But, like yeah now for like the uh yeah. We're gonna go to court way, you know, like yeah. this is he's fucked that way, but he's also fucked, you know, yeah. practical weird. Yeah. And then the TV like. appears across the room with Nikki on it. And uh Nikki tells Max that she's learned a lot since she last saw him. She learned that death is not the end. And at this this is the moment where Max is just lost. Like that that's it. The bottom has fallen out, it's an eternal fucking pit. Like he's never ever gonna come back from this. So Nikki tells him that he's gone just about as far as he can go like this. She says he's like hurt Videodrome, but she hasn't destroyed them because it's just one little, you know, it's a, it's a, a, a like a, well, it's a corporation. Tent, right. Yeah. yeah there, it has, tentacles. you know, he, he like slowed it down, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That would be yeah. about it. And so now Nikki says like, basically that, you know, you know, your body has, here we go. Uh, it, to do that, she says, like, you have to go to the next phase. And Max says, What's fa- what phase is that? And then Nikki says, your body has already done a lot of changing, but that's only the beginning, the beginning of the new flesh. You have to go all the way now. Total transformation. Then she asks, like, if he's ready. And so now, basically, Nikki says that in order to become the new flesh, you have to kill the old flesh. And the image on the screen changes to him kneeling in front of the fire ring and putting the, the cancer gun to his head. And then on the screen, he says, long live the new flesh. The gun goes off. And then, okay, fun part, rotten sheep guts fly out of the TV. The TV explodes. And I did not know those were real, by the way, until I watched what you showed me. No, I didn't either. And then I was just like. Explodes outwards into just guts and blood and And brain matter. And you have to understand, they weren't. It's like, so they were recording this bit near like a, a slaughterhouse and they went over there. To secure it. So they did. They, they, they're like, look, we got to do this scene in this movie. We need some like guts and stuff. Do you got anything like awful or anything that we could use? And they're like, yeah, here. Butchers will give <laughs> abattoirs and butchers. They give them trash yeah. bags of it. They'll give you anything. Yeah. The problem is <laughs> they didn't shoot the scene immediately. So this shit. <laughs> Should God. sat in these bags for like a week or so. Oh, uh, mm, yum, yum, yum. Right? You know? And then they loaded into this thing and it didn't work right. Because what <laughs> they wanted it to do, the scene you see in the movie, it just kind of looks like the TV just goes like, Bleh, and it just like falls out. But yeah. like the scene that they wanted it to do was like this air cannon was going to blast it like everywhere in the room. Yeah. Like, you know, no one's in the room when this is happening except for like the cameraman and stuff. And they had all this yeah. fucking yeah. shit. Like all plastic. over the camera, yeah. just plastic, like a front row of Gallagher show. And then this thing just like, and it didn't really, except it like hit one lens. You know, it didn't do what they wanted it to do. So they were kind of, but what they kept made the point. Yeah. It was convincing enough for Max to stand up, kneel in front of the firing, put the fucking cancer gun to his head, say, long live the new flesh. And then it, like, at the sound of the shot, the screen cuts to black mercifully. Yep. We have in yeah, there's a I'm reason for this, such an abrupt ending because uh, Cronenberg's an atheist and he always has been. And the original <laughs> ending to this scene was going to be he sheds his old flesh 
and he wakes up. He would, would have woken up in the red room with Nikki, and they would have started mm-hmm. having sex as new organs start and sex organs would appear on their hands and bodies, and they would start having sex with them. But see, this is the importance uh, of an editor. Really, as the important, yeah. as fascinating as that would have been, Cronenberg uh, yeah. is an atheist, uh, and he that he said putting that in would have implied the sense of like an afterlife, and he's not really right. down with that. Yeah, resurrection myth. Yeah. yeah, so he's like he felt that what like so he went for more of an ambiguous ending. Yeah. So we yeah. don't know. Like, there's never going to be a video drum too. Thank God. So yeah. we, it, So the ending of this movie is basically going to tell you more about the viewer than like yeah the way around yep. you know i mean yeah what a what a fucking piece though like it yeah it really is man it man. held up I can, i'm amazed that it's held up oh it it held up really oh, yeah. well yeah. like i mean like wait like we've been saying this is like this is essentially a blueprint of what the internet does to our yeah. minds oh yeah. Um, yeah this is you know this fits in that weird sub kind of shelf that i have where it's stuff yeah. like radio free album of, you know yeah. that that Phil K. Dick book about how like a pop song is going to free our minds, you know, like this, <laughs> you know, and it's funny. Cause like, I never made fun of that. Cause I thought about it, you know, and I was just mm. like, you know, used to be, there were some good songs on the radio before it became yeah. like, just kind of like a corporate, yeah. you know, like, uh, money metal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, Jesus, man. What, the, what this film says is, before the KLF wrote their book, is, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. was what you mean? <laughs> yeah, basically, the KLF destroyed the music industry, and I'm, you know, I'm, we're all I'm down for that. Film. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, this movie's like message is very timeless because the technology doesn't what the technology on display doesn't matter because we still have technology that's doing the mm-hmm. same things this is trying to tell us yeah. now. And yeah, yeah, despite being very kink positive, actually, this movie, it, this movie's actually very kink positive. It's the yeah. idea of like I don't know, those things could get corrupted, you know. Like, well, well, it's it it, like as well, like in that interview scene, it does present a very interesting question. Um, that like, well, you know, there's I mean, gonna dive into some like heavy shit, but like, so like pedophiles don't necessarily want to be pedophiles, but that makes that like, but then the question becomes like, how do we like. I don't well, know. It's interesting, like, like keep them from like going out and molesting well, like kids, and you know, the, the yeah. only thing that I can think of is like give them an outlet for it. So it's just as yeah, but then how? Do, then, then you no see. Then it gets all but, fucked up because how do you well, yeah, get that in content? Yeah, then you get you know, yeah, what I mean? and that's weird. like yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's, uh, hey, look, th- look, I'm I'm all there's for credence to both arguments. It's it not a really depends on where it depends. Yeah, that's, we're talking about like the argument really is they were saying like, because like a- I'm just talking about like, well, for someone in 1983, this would probably be like a really extreme film to watch. Sure. Me oh, being yeah. a latter day millennial, like, I mean. I watch this shit all the time. So, yeah. like, uh, I still think it is, <laughs> this film in its and, form had like hit theaters like this summer in a world where there was no plague. I think it would still become a fucking cult hit, yeah. you know, like, I, yeah. I, or it bigger. It, I, I think yeah. this thing would still land because it's, yeah. it's not that the movie has a message at all. It really is just kind of like peeling apart. Well, the media is the message. Right. right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. God damn it! I should have ended and, it there. Fuck. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but no. I still want. I still want to talk about. Yes. Yeah. No. Like, yeah. 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 Man, because 
I mean, well, I've I've had a lot of uh, problems with my own like sexual interests in the past, like because I've been raised with a lot of shame, and like so I would look at porn and I would be like, "Am I supposed to look at this?" And then I got it into my head after a while that you know I was some sort of fucking monster, oh, you know that like, well, well, I mean, because you know, well, well, when you look at. You know, you look at well. Hang on, okay. You have you look you look at a lot of like porn where it's it's depicting sexual assault, and then you don't have anybody to talk to about it. And you're like, is that is that a reflection upon me? You know, am am I like some sort of potential rapist? And right, well, I mean, mean, and that's that's a question that I've had a lot. Well, is it like talking about more of like a kind of like a bondage thing? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, mean, like. Not see that's the thing. Like that's why it's important for there to be kind of a community about stuff like that. Yeah. Because that oh, yeah. in and of itself, you know what? How I feel about it's immaterial. If the two people involved are cool with it, it doesn't yeah. bother me. Well, there's a lot of rules. Like in those it's yeah. like a shit ton of rules of how to how it's supposed to regulate itself and how these scenes, how your right. scene is supposed to play out. So everyone is safe, happy, and everyone is again. This is there's a lot of right. physical. There's post care. Yeah, there's all exactly. Kinds of shit. Like, you know, it's not like you and just like, show up at somebody's house, whip their balls until they bleed, and then leave. You know, yeah, like it's yeah. there's. Well, no, it's, come on, it's the internet. Like everything exists. Exactly. There are, but like a lot, of, like everything. It's it's interesting because I'm on Max's side in the sense that, like, hey, better on the TV than the streets, you know. And I'm like, I kind of live with yeah. that for a long time. But it's also the idea too yeah. that um. I'm realizing now as well, I well because our media our media warps our sure, minds. Yeah. And that's something that didn't that did not occur. Once I get older, I like that yeah. that was something that was something that I didn't see until I until well, people don't have to know because they don't realize that like the thing you're seeing isn't real. It's all filled with consenting adults yeah. with a whole lot of things in place to make sure everyone's okay. And right. that kind of work that does like kind of warp your perceptions unless you're self aware enough to understand these things. And as we're finding out, there are some people who don't aren't, and that's the yeah. argument against the idea of like, hey, better here than there. That's only partial. Yeah. It's like it's only partially true, you know. Yeah, like I said, it depends on the individual exactly. and how far the individual is going to take this. Yeah, but it's I mean, also it's not but, a kink if if like you're you're okay. The edge of your liberty begins at the beginning of someone else's. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't, if you are, if your kink is rape, you fucked up. Yeah. And that's, we as a society will find you and fuck you up because like, well, you're not, it depends on playing with, well, it depends on rape play or it depends on you going. I'm not talking about that. Yeah, exactly. I'm talking about somebody that doesn't know the difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the fact that we are so fucking prudish here about sex in spite of yeah. the fact that we're all and we're not willing kids it gets weird here. Yeah. it's like well, yeah where, where do you think how do you think this happens yeah you know what i mean like yeah you gotta you know tab a in the slot b i guess you know like fucking listen my my hometown my hometown was like as prudish about sex as you could get and it had the highest teenage pregnancy rate in the state for a few years yeah. So, you know, fuck that idea. Well, but like, anyway. TV abstinence is dumb as shit oh, because yeah. it's like... Yeah, because oh, nobody's... Oh, you from Eric. No, you don't. You don't actually. Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's... Who does? Nope. Like, who who does? Of, you know what I mean? Like, the beauty of making a child. And it's like literally, yeah. literally one of the most common things that happens for people. We've been doing it for a while. Common, like, but no also... More. Common, but you also know? fucking terrifying and metal. Sure. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how women 
Like that's no, that's that's the origin of body horror right there is pregnancy. Oh, yes. So much. Oh, yeah. like, so much. Oh man, I've heard oh, man. so many horror Dude, stories. We are equipped. Like they don't teach us this shit in school properly. Yeah. They just talk like, about like the coldest fucking mechanics oh, of it. And they try to They make taught it us when they showed us the vi- when they showed us like how it's done and how bir- what what a birth is. Well, like, oh, I got they that didn't video. though. But let's, let's, yeah, that was the problem. Uh, like, I, I didn't. You know, yeah, I know. Catholic upbringing well, I, in the fucking yeah, I saw the, At the time yeah. this movie came out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was eight. So I obviously was not seeing yeah. this one in theaters or even knowing who it was or yeah. anything. But like, yeah. no, we, we just had some paramedics come out and show this real awkward 70s video. Oh, boy. Where this, like, white kid with an afro had wet dreams, you know? Yeah. And he had to hurry well, up and do the laundry before the folks And that was the only out. sex he ever had. <laughs> it was just, it's, no, that, that's so, it's just so fucked up that we're not like, look, here, we got to level with you. You got this fucking equipment. It does this stuff, you know, and it, it, in addition to the procreation thing, it does all this other stuff. So I don't want you to be surprised by it because I think once people have like a handle on it, you, you don't freak about it as much. Well, it's like, it becomes kind of passive. You know what I mean? Because like with subterranean media, like alternate media, like what this is yeah. like shit that I really got into is like the idea of like yeah, get closer to your mic you're disappearing on me stuff wouldn't be all like kinky if it wasn't for the fact that yeah we don't talk about these things and then then it becomes a some then it becomes a subterranean market and that's and that's what I wanted to lead into is what I'm saying is that it actually benefits capitalism to have that sort of conservative tr- structure in general because it creates a market for the this sort of underground well, it's going to be there anyway, but like, but now, but now it's like, I mean, I don't want to be, I, I think it's a little reductive to be like, as long as you're withholding something from someone, they're going to sure. want it. But like, it works. I mean, yeah, the world is happening. Yeah, it, fucking yeah, it works. does work. It's always worked. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I've, I've, I've wound guess, up with really shitty video games because of it, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it's true. But I, I guess the next, well, so it, How did I we guess get what it, well, what it goes to for me or like what the, where my thought process goes is, so is it, do, did people always want to have these like racy things? Yes. Uh, these like, did they always have these racy kinks? Yeah. And there is evidence to support it, but like, is it growing further because we have mass I think because, sure, and that's, yeah, I, 100%. it becomes more accessible and people are able to explore facets of themselves like yeah. Max, that they I, and then that know about. I, I think a lot of it is a matter of applying information when relevant. Like, yeah, you, I, I wouldn't want to see that shit when I was eight years. Sure, old. no. In fact, oh, yeah. I thought oh, it was squishy, sure. and I thought girls were gross. So, like, oh yeah, yeah. you know that that's just how I have a hard, you know, have a hard line of things that you should be allowed to consume kids. at what age. Yeah, and that's surprising yeah. probably to many, but like. I don't think I should have saw this when I did. Like, there's a lot of things I saw that I probably shouldn't have, and I kind of like. I think, I, I don't know. I think things. Well, uh, first of all, my therapist totally... tells me that the word "shouldn't" uh, passes judgment upon yourself. Uh, probably, but, uh, yeah. but okay. I don't know. For me, it's like once the mind is ready to experience something, then it's ready. Like you yeah, can't, right. you can't tell guess. you can't tell anybody else. I uh, you can't tell anybody else like. Um, when that is necessarily, but at the same time, 
things get really dicey well, if you don't have yeah, rules. Well, well, going on so, that, fan, since we're talking about sex, let's go to the violence part of this. Part of this, all right? Yeah. Like I'm yeah. like we've all because we live in fucking America and we love violence. We've all yeah. seen something horribly fucked up and violent now before we probably yeah. ever should have. And those are the things I really would want to protect kids against, but we can't. What yeah. like Robocop? No, I re- no. I regret nothing. I regret I nothing when I was Robocop. Way- Robocop was incredible. That, that was- yeah. It's the first pay-per-view movie I ever saw. Well, that's a, well, that's a good example, though, because, like, in it, at least in America, is, like, we fetishize violence, basically. Like, yeah. Violence oh, yeah. No, like, more- well, when your history, when your history hinges upon the fact that, you know, we started a, a we didn't really empire. start the revolution, right. but, yeah, we, we, we yeah. kind of started a war with Our an empire. Is, and history is just yeah. blood and terror. Like, and that's yeah. all oh, yeah. it is. And we as a country, we basically fetishize violence in media and film. It's the only thing we're basically allowed to show outside of like, yeah. You ever heard of a little movie called top gun? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, even going back to like world war two and all like the John Wayne movies and shit, you yeah. know, it, yeah. it, it was just like, like fucking the, like, uh, what, what's the, the term like righteous violence. Yeah. Or something. yeah. Probably, who was it? Frank Capra had, uh, he made these, he made the why we fight like film series. Yeah, fuck off. Well, no, no, it was it's really interesting because it was propaganda. Of course it yeah. was. And um, there's an excellent documentary actually called Why We Fight, which is different. Mm-hmm. It's more about like yeah. the current. Well, I mean, this movie came out long enough. If it's the right about the actual had, reasons why we fight. Yeah, like if, 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 the, if the people in charge of shit had seen this movie and like it took it to fucking heart when it came out, this the whole Afghanistan thing wouldn't have been 20 years. Because, oh, you know, it, literally that's all it was. But like that's the thing here. Violence is fine. Like in the interview with the three uh, directors, mm-hmm. um, was it Landis or no? It was Carpenter. Carpenter was talking about he was uh, he was doing he was doing the fog, and he had a what was his previous movie? It was like a what, what do you call it? Um, yeah. Halloween. Yeah, it was Halloween. So, yeah. so yeah. Halloween was an R, and he was going for an R. Yeah. When he did the fog, he was going for a PG, but because like. And these guys talk a little bit of shit about this whole fucking religious right thing that happened back in the eighties that really, really we're still feeling the fucking effects of it. Uh-huh. Just look at Texas. Yeah. Look at Texas. Oh, yeah. But anyway, um look at anywhere. Well, especially Texas today. I like they right. yeah. He and, yeah, he said something I agreed with him. Like he was trying to go for a PG and I'm like, you know what? The fog is a ghost story and it's not that all that violent. It's yeah, he said it was a kid's yeah, movie. It's spooky, and I I, I get that vibe, honestly. Yeah. They gave yeah. it the R though, because the people in charge of the MPAA changed as more of these religious mm-hmm. right fucks yep. got up on the seat. Mm-hmm. Yep. They yep. decided, well, mm. and Atlantis even said it. He's like, in his one movie, he had, like, it was like Kentucky Fried movie or something like that. Like, he got the R rating for The Topless Woman, but it was the same shot as like a PG movie he had made or something like that. Or no, it was X. It was the R to X difference. Yeah, they gave him, yeah. He had yeah. a topless, like, it was a woman on top, which got an R rating in the previous film. And then the subsequent film, they gave it an X rating because, you know, nothing is more damaging to the psyche of a fucking unwitting viewer. Yeah, than but the what's funny the is woman. the one that got the R played yeah. that moment in through a camera, like a screen in the background of something. And yet that movie mm-hmm. got the R and the other one got the X. And that, yeah, well, he said it was the same shot. Yeah, it was the exact films. same shot. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, Jesus God, you know, I, you know, fuck ratings, yeah. but like to a certain degree. I guess this is how I want my media to be presented to me. Just give me an idea of what you're doing here. Yeah. You know, that's like, all. Give me a little script. Oh, yeah, this gets really fucked up real fast. Okay, cool. That's all I need to know. I don't need to have an age and a number and a ranking. 
You know what I mean? It's it's the same way. Like when I review, like if I have to review a movie, I don't I don't want to have like a stars we're or still, numbers. We're still fucking like, obsessed with like personal responsibility in this country for things that really do, where we have no safety standards for a lot of things because like personal yeah, responsibility. Yeah. And that's how why so many fucking people die. So why can't we just apply that to movies? And I'm like, are oh, we so obsessed with our personal responsibility? Yeah. Well, you have a personal responsibility to not watch Hostel to bring your like nine year old to we'll go watch. I don't know Hostel. Right. Right. Like. Well, I mean. Hostile is not this, you know what I mean? No, too, at the same time, you get what I mean. But either way, either way, when they were older, I still wouldn't take them to see Hostile, but I would let them see this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, it, the older, the better, frankly. Sure. Because like this one, man, I missed a lot when I was younger. You know, twenty something through whatever when this was on VHS. <laughs> you know, <laughs> irony. Um, yeah. But like it in terms of just script writing is so deft yeah. so nimble yeah it moves the editing they don't waste great. a single second no. in this movie there, i am not waiting for anything in this movie there's no boring like fist fight there's no fucking yes. stupid car chase there's no it's just efficient it's quick it tells its story and then it leaves you in a real bad place <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I mean, that's the thing at the end of any film i don't want to necessarily feel bad every time i just want to feel fucking something man like put me in a weird place yeah we watched this film a, a couple uh, like a week ago um called swan song and it's like udo kier the great udo kier playing like a hairdresser from sandusky ohio and it's this beautiful like meditation on a character he's just like this gay dude in sandusky ohio and he's just kind of he get he gets tapped to do the hair of this woman who used to be his client but left for his assistant who set up a salon across the street and fucked him up you know and it's mm-hmm. It's just like this great, you get to the end of the film and it just, you, you, it's a very distinct note, like on an instrument feeling. It's a, you're, nothing else has quite worked like that on me. And a lot of it is just, Udo's the shit. <laughs> he's just such a good actor. Yeah. Everything from like fucking Underworld to this guy. Oh, yeah. He's done everything. He's been around since Warhol. I'll watch that dude do anything. I don't give a shit. Yeah. He could literally read a book to me and I'd be like, all right, <laughs> go for it, man. Yeah. It's just, but it, anyways, yeah, I, well, I guess my next point was so the first the first like two acts of this movie uh, really focus really hone in on that question of like is our media ultimately changing us for the worse? Um, and the third act is like the only time you really get kind of a reprieve from that mm-hmm. because uh, after Bianca like maybe or maybe does not uh i'm not even necessarily entirely convinced that uh the parts after bianca even happened like he could have just shot bianca and then just ended up and like gave himself a happy ending yeah it's not clear it's not clear well yeah no it but that's the point it's hyper reality because at this point Max is making his own reality. Right. And um, she no longer factors into his story. Like she set him yes. on the path and then that's yeah. it. Yeah. And by the way, like the last time we see Masha is in the bed. So we don't actually know if she like somehow got sucked into video from mm-hmm. or if she like what happened there. Yeah. The unsavory people. Yeah. You know. Which is also very, also very like uh, very, very dreamlike in that way because it, it's a plot hole, but it's like it's a plot hole that makes sense. Um, yeah, he stitched that capacity into the story. But the yeah. second you start getting in hallucinations, be- you have to be very careful because, like, yeah, because it's it's be always bad. it's always an unreliable narrator, right? Yeah, like you know, I mean, you know, some of Lynch's like like Mulholland Drive, for example, is one oh, that yeah. makes you feel more than like see and understand. 
Yeah. It's very yeah. Oh yeah, that weird. one is that one. That's like definitely one hundred percent. That one is just an entire. It's just one big dream sequence. Yeah, and it's great, um, and I love it, and it's yeah, fucking awesome. Same but, with same with but, fucking anything that David Lynch has made. Pretty much. Yeah, this this one is also actually trying to do a linear story. Yeah, like it's trying to take you down a path. Like Cronenberg had this. So it's like it's like a really a really vivid dream that you have. You know, yeah. right? it does it does carry through a single idea, but. Uh, but it's all very disjointed too. And sometimes you're just like skipping to things that don't necessarily make sense. Um, until they like, get to later. You know what I mean? Like until they do. Nothing, yeah. There's like, everything has a call out in this in a really, well, yeah, it's like, um, it's like what they leave with you in like the thoughts that they leave you with in a scene lead into the next scene. Right. Because like once they start, get you start to get you thinking about um, something new that next, well, like Max is looking for something new. The next scene, he's, you know, looking, uh, he's trying to catch, you know, Videodrome. Yeah. Um, well, you know, so it, the, the film shuttles the viewer along very, like, very quickly. Like, it's yeah. it, it's not waiting. It, it doesn't take you for granted. And it's also not insulting your intelligence at any point. Yeah, I, know, I like, got that. I really, it's, you have to really respect the film yeah. for that part. Because most films will, like, be, like, especially this this level of being, it, it's an intellectual film. Like, it, and yeah. to that level, it's like some films will baby you. It's like, no, it, it gets right to it. Like, And this is also one of the rare films where exposition actually, like... <laughs> really dials in how fucked you are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, can like, yeah, every, and, every time can, explain something and it's it just like, why does that still make sense? Oh, God. You know, like... Can anybody specifically, like, in, uh, enlighten me on why uh, Max's, like, wound in his stomach is, like, I'm wondering why there's so much, like, female and, like, rape imagery. And, like, uh, uh, Alien does that a lot too, but oh, like, yeah. why specifically transplant that onto a male character? Is it because it's easier to VHS buy this VHS? Yeah, slot. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's a, it's a VHS, yeah. VCR slot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like what, and what like especially have? since media is well, like the media that they talk about that in this movie specifically is uh, aimed towards men. I mean, what's so um, strange? I mean, what is more? Well, it's also that you're doing it to yourself. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Is a cassette. Yeah. You do have to seek it out. You do have to put it in. And that's why when Barry yeah. just straight up does it, it's such a fucking who. Yeah. You know? it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I, I think it, it works because he wasn't like straight up over. No, he wasn't. You know? Yeah. There's, there's other yeah. lesser films that have well, done that kind of thing where it's just like, yeah, hey, we can't. I guess I'm trying to like, is, is that, is that meant to be like a feminist statement that media is making men more violent in some ways. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, well, know. I don't, don't know have an answer for that. There. I don't know yeah. if there's an answer for that. I don't really, and I don't know if it's even a mention, like if it's even trying to kind of like make commentary on, uh, on like toxic masculinity. But, which you know we oh, yeah. we talked about I mean, before yeah, you know he, we he put a name to it. Yeah. No. He, oh yeah. It's that real early. But like the thing oh, about yeah. it though is, is I don't think he's coming into this movie with an agenda. I think that he's yeah. legit got this fucked up, fucked up story he wants to tell, and his the elements he chose are in and of themselves like it's just fodder for thought. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I think at this time you know this this is a film made in good faith with the audience, yeah. Yeah. like one hundred percent. He's trying. Yes. 
to communicate with you. I have these thoughts. I'm trying to put them down on paper. Um, it's going to be a ride, fellas. You know, like that kind well, of thing. Yeah. You know? He was writing this as they were making it. Like, they, it, like oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot yeah. Of it, yeah. Yeah. It's a, one of them rare instances. And art is, art is more expression. So maybe his point was just to ask questions, really hard questions that we don't necessarily have the answer to. But then not, not in that douchebag way. Where it's yeah. like, I'm just asking questions. No, he's exploring the shit too. Yeah. He like takes yeah. the, the thought through. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think him. Yeah, like, like, him writing this during production because in Canada they have like hard lines of when a film has to be. Yeah, you done. get like a year to. Spend yeah, you money. don't get extension, so you have to start when you have to start, and so like that. Yeah, I think him having like he already had the story they said, but now he had to write the screenplay. And I think him having to like feel around these things helped the film more than mm-hmm. hindered it. Because it feels like an exploration. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which, so by the end, well, in the third act of the film, that it's implied that um, Max is learning how to use these tools against the people who gave them to him. Yeah. And, or, well, I mean, that's not implied. It's really just what they said. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's interesting because I guess... Because he is the new flesh, which I took to, to uh, mean if you are the new flesh, then you are a essentially a being of the internet that has been warped by media. But like, have you heard of Chet Hanks? Some, what have you heard of Chet Hanks? I have not. Tom Hanks's explain. Kid? Oh yeah. God, oh. this dude. Oh. This is what we're talking about. Oh God, I fucking. <laughs> Explain. Oh man, yeah, you. He speaks in patois. He's Lily White. It's <laughs> embarrassing. Yeah, it's really he bad. was the one yeah. who came up with white boy summer, and then that got appropriated by white supremacists. And he's a dick, oh, God. and he's kind of an anti-masker, yeah. and he thinks vaccines are. Fa- he's a piece of shit, basically. Okay, yeah, and yeah. it's not Tom's fault. That's all yeah. I'm saying. It's not Tom's fault. Okay, okay? he's old enough that uh, no, you've made a choice. Yeah, Chet Hanks. <laughs> and, yeah, and so it's interesting to watch. It's interesting to watch, you know, the uh, the battle for the mind of North America playing out in on the internet, essentially. Oh yeah, um, oh, yeah. And, it, 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 yeah. We, yeah. We don't and, fight battles. It, well, we, but then it's, look, this was before. There were always shows that were like kind of reality shows and shit. Yeah, but like we, yeah. this was so fucking far before like the real world. Yeah, it, like it kind of prefigured it, and then when the real world comes out, it's all just drama all the time. It's like this constant fucking diet that we're like fed of like propaganda shows. Where yeah. it's like, uh, look, cool, you know, hey, uh, how about can we just take a break for a minute? Is there anything else that we could possibly create or talk about? And they're like, well, no, the ratings, the ratings, the ratings. Well, you feed us a steady diet of one thing, we're gonna have to pick some of it. You pieces of shit. Yeah. I'm so fucking tired. I don't mind a crime story, but like, that's all we have. Twenty-eight seven fucking seasons of the same <gasps> ten characters. <laughs> Give me a break, man. There's got to be something yeah. else in the well, world. Now it's, the world so now it's online. Like we have interesting shit now oh, that people are trying to do more stratified. Yeah. So, so I guess so. The first two acts are kind of depicting, you know, the the parlor. Uh, I mean, for obvious, for an obvious example, like. The, the kind of parlor people, the people who are basically feeding into what the internet kind of uh, trained, like mutating yeah. into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And 
But then you have the third, you have third act Max who takes the tools that he finds and he uses them to his advantage. And I want to give, well, like I, I want to talk about the trans community, but like not in a way that, I don't know, just sounds douchey. I, I, I'm familiar with uh, some people with like, I, fuck, uh, can I start over? <laughs> um, yeah. I know, I know a, like many members of the trans community and I have spoken to them a lot. And uh, one, someone I am related to is trans and she has told me that, well, and the general like vibe that I get from trans people in general is that they like, or at least post-millennial trans people is that they found out that they were trans through the internet. Mm. Well, through yeah. Finding, yeah. finding other communities of trans people. Oh, yeah. And I think, I feel like this is kind of, and have you, have you ever, look, like, I'll, I'll say, how many, I'll how many members say. of Generation Z have you met? Because, like, every single one that I have mm. met is, like, non-binary. Well, it's, it's not even, and, like, it's not just, like, millennials. I mean, the yeah. PBSs go back to Gen X. This shit's, yeah. The thing is, is that it was kind of easier to like if you knew to look for it, it was easier to find before. Now, yeah, you don't know what you're getting into in a forum. Like you gotta, yeah. you gotta join like a shit ton of fucking Facebook groups to find out like which three or four might actually have a community in there who aren't going to tolerate dipshits. Yeah, you know, and, and that's, that's the roll of the dice with it is that you know you you have to kind of lead in with your chin to find the place you fit in, but like yeah, yeah, but that's not that's not the point that I'm trying to make here is that the internet has, if like I mean the internet has essentially made it made everybody realize that gender is just kind of a bunch of bullshit, or at least the people who are using the internet to their advantage in their expression because. Like, well, I, think, I mean, yeah. mm -hmm. if it's a lot of people who come out as trans come out first on the internet. Sure. Um, because it's, I mean, it's easier that way. And like, and I don't know, I guess, well, I guess where it gets dicey is where I'm like comparing trans humanism with being uh, trans. And I don't, I don't want to, I apologize to any of our trans listeners. If we have trans listeners, if this is offensive to you, please Shout out to me and like, let me know if I'm saying something fucking shitty. Well, I but mean, uh, I, to be fair, I think you're trying to think through yeah. something. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah. It's, it's it's not it's, a thing. I don't have all the word. Like, I don't. Not all my synapses are connected. Yet. Here's the thing, and, and we got to wrap this. Oh up, yeah. But like, yeah. The thing is, is I what, what the internet can provide. It, it's you know, it's a double edged sword. But like, what it can provide is a place to learn about these things and then to like hear people talk about them. And I think, yes. I don't think that like everybody thinks that like, you know, gender is bullshit because gestures are well, like all of the fucking South for the most part. But like, yeah, you know, we're not, everybody's going to be on board with that. If, if we've learned anything, anything in the last fucking 18 months, it's that like, if, if not even the last decade, it's that, you, you can have this portal to the fucking world brain in your hand. Yeah. And it's somehow still end up eating fucking horse dewormer. <laughs> so, and, yeah. and I'm not being funny about yeah. it. You know, like, this is a, I don't want to see anybody fucking die. Yeah. Not like that. Like, I mean, this, this fucking, the, the disease is bad enough, you know? And, and the guy, like what, 
is happening with like the way like we're being sold shit is bad enough. And yeah. like, I don't want that to happen on top of it. You know, th- th- it's just as easy to get misinformation now as information. There are going to be just as many people like using this the wrong way. Because, oh yeah. Like it, it doesn't, they don't understand what like is happening to them. Yeah. None of us really do. You know what I mean? We're only now just kind of figuring out that like, we're all affected by most, if not all of the media we take in, even like yeah. those five seconds of the 20 second ad on, you know, YouTube, those five yeah, seconds, or like, all they fucking needed. Yeah. You know, like it, that's all they fucking needed. Oh, and you, you know, I tell yeah. myself shit like, well, you know, that guarantees that I'm not buying that product anymore. Look at me, <laughs> Huff and Puff. And then, <laughs> then I'm, I'm, I'm getting a fucking pint of ice cream from the store. Ain't I? <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, it's it, yeah. that's an interesting one about like video drone being an advertisement that, that that's ooh, that's a that's a good one yeah well yeah maybe it is but, but like yeah i think what what we're all trying to get at here is that like because we're we're way off the movie now you know but like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i mean you know we we don't we're not gonna know everything and like the the little bit that we do know is like a seventh decimal place beginning to the first percent of all possible knowledge. You know what I mean? And all we can help to do, like we only have so long, you know, like eight yeah. decades, run around, talk to people, fucking get to know them, you know? Yeah. Don't be a dick. It's just so fucking easy. Like you're going to disagree with people on the way to arrange, like to, to go after stuff or to like solve a problem and shit like that. But like, if you base every fucking decision on like, is this going to unfairly like, affect someone based on my action and what I want, you know, that shit to happen to me, like the old golden rule, like new Testament shit. Like it's a good idea because it's, it's, it's math that balances out. I don't really want someone to drive, you know, a fucking railroad spike into my skull. So therefore I am not going to drive a railroad spike. Into <laughs> I mean, in S&M, it's got like yeah. the idea of there are some people who like, won't do anything to anybody else. They don't do to themselves first. So, well, yeah, yeah, that's fair enough, you know, so, you know, I mean, shit, we just saw Debbie Harry let, you know, James Woods stick a needle through her already pierced ears with some like, yeah, I guess what I want to say about like, ultimately, hang on, hold on, fuck, (laughs) I lost it. It's it's Uh, fine. Well, it's, this was a long one. This is, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I have thoughts that I need to get out here. So. But think of the listener, Shadow Link. Think of the listener. I think really any if anything, I think that the more media that we have, the more fucked up stuff that we uh, expose ourselves to, it, yeah, it does change us. It does make us transcend into something new, but and whether or not that's a good thing, you know, is up to uh I don't know, history. But uh I think that really the more violent media, the more the more that we're being exposed to each other's brains and how fucked up each other thinks, essentially, it is ultimately good. I think that it's making people realize that everything's not okay. And if someone's fucked up, there is a reason for it. Mm-hmm. And well, I'll tell that, you, yeah. Yeah, when you don't open yourself up to like other people's like thoughts and shit, right? Yeah, then you're gonna have to waste all of your energy doubling down on your prejudices until you burn the fuck out 
you know, like oh, some absolutely. of these yeah. were like, oh, COVID's not real. It's not real. It's not real. And four, four right wing radio hosts caught it and died. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, it's just, Man. it's just the progression of things. You know, you have to yeah. kind of, yeah, I, I believe that there is an objective reality. It's just that I don't, I don't know if we all share the same one. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's certain stuff. Oh yeah. You know, gravity's a thing. All right. It's just a thing. Yeah. It drops shit. Yeah. It's going to fall. But like, there's other shit where like, you know, well, a friend who has, some people, like, Nelson Mandela might have died in prison. So. No, but I mean, I'm talking like how, that old stoner adage. How do I know that oh, this yeah. color blue is the same color blue that you're seeing, bro? Right, right, right. You know, yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Because we, we understand like the structure, but we don't understand how the brain takes information. Yeah. You know, we don't have the, the thing that's going to be able to record our hallucinations. There's always a, there's always a factor of the unknown yeah. in everything that we experience because there's a lot yeah, of things where terrifying. you're going to die someday, and there's going to be a lot of things that you don't know because and that's we're making all this up as we go, man. Yeah. <laughs> People keep trying to act like like laws and shit are immutable. I'm like, no, it's always it's always and always going to be. You know, are there enough supplies? That's it. You know, like that's yeah. always the end of everything is like, are there enough supplies? That's the, every single problem can be boiled down to that at some point, you know, access to the supplies. Do we have enough supplies? Do you have enough food? Do you have a place like where you're not going to get your ass kicked on the regular for no reason? You know what I mean? Like if, if they're talking about fucking social security is running out of money a year earlier, which is in my lifetime, uh, your lifetime, 2033, yep. we're talking about. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going like, bitch, that's not an entitlement. We pay into it. Like yeah. from the time I was 15 yeah. with like a fucking yeah. worker permit, I've been paying into this shit and it's not going to be there when I need it. Nothing. Yeah. Well, Nothing's I'm going to be, yeah. I might be, I, I don't know. I might be making some fucking Facebook posts for my pickup truck. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. The point being is that like, that's how you fucking radicalize people. You fail to provide the fucking yeah, nothing's constant. stuff. And on top of that. Yeah. This, this media barrage, it, it's becoming thinner as we go forward. Like fewer and fewer people are being entertained right now because everything is just all fucked up and it's hard to escape. Like it really is. Cause even when you're sitting there, maybe playing a game, it's still in the back of your fucking head. The idiots are just running around. Like this shit's been over. Yeah. I mean, look, I fuck Videodrome is ostensibly just an analog of what's happening <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Of everything, you know, just, literally everything. Like God, God, the conversation we just had went places. Yeah, no. But the, <laughs> the, the film itself is literally what happens when you go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, you know, and it, so many oh, yeah. people are, and it's killing a lot of people, and it's just yeah, bonkers and stupid. Be, be, <laughs> you know what I mean? All I, all I ask is that you are self aware, and you you aren't, and just don't let these things influence you to that degree. Like with whether it's yeah, yeah, yeah. whether it's you know, when you find a kink you're into, you'll know whether you like it or not. And it's the idea of like, yeah. maybe it's the same logic goes to this when it comes to anti-vaxxer false news. I don't know. But like, yeah. be self-aware enough to know that like, am I into this or am I not into this? I don't like, you right. need to know who you are and, and like yeah. people need yeah. to. Because that. yeah, if you, yeah. Cause if you let your mind open to false information, then you know, that's don't open up to the cassette, man. Don't let them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, if somebody's trying to scare the shit out of you about like a person or a thing like uh, that's really wild sounding, super freaky, mm. like they, they know somebody who's like a lieutenant colonel in the something, something that they, they can't produce any documentation or proof, you know, whatsoever. Look at what they're trying to sell you. See if that thing that they're trying to sell you is the solution to the problem that they're trying to freak you out about. 
And that'll help you clean up a lot of bullshit. Yeah. And it'll just let you clean house. All right, gentlemen, this episode is Titanic. Yeah. We need to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next week. Yeah. That's right. Next week we're uh, we're doing Titanic. Yep. <laughs> we're gonna find the cyberpunk wow. influence of Titanic. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Know. I mean, it is Cameron. So yeah, oh, there's God. a submarine involved. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So fuck that. We're not ever doing Titanic. Um, no, yeah, no. yeah, we have. Uh, here's our. We're gonna do. Uh, thank you for listening. That was really long. Yes. August. You've made it here down here. Yeah. Thank. Thank you for staying yes. with us. Yeah. Thank you. I. I, oh. I love this movie. Thank you for going on this ride with us. Yeah. Um. I had and long live the long new flash. flash. <laughs> oh, see, now we got to do the plugs, and you just ended the. Oh shit. Well, we can we can, can edit that it right? out, right? Nope. Do that right? No, there's one edit, and it's at the two hour mark. Do you hear my dog? Okay. Do you hear this guy? <laughs> He's pissed too. All right, all right. So all right. we got Patreon uh, at Patreon slash Neon Dystopia. We got a Twitter. It's I know, man. Shush. Give me a second. Uh, at L zero W L one F three T H E. We have uh, at Neon Dystopia yes. Twitter as well. Hit us up on yes. there. Um, what else we got? We got some Facebook, got Facebook garbage that we don't find Neon Dystopia on our page, and you can like that page, and I will update it. Uh, do not message me yes. on the Facebook. I'm very bad at checking it because Facebook's interface is garbage. Hit me up on Twitter. Yeah. Also, uh, find me on Ello. Just kidding. Don't do that. Send us a DM on Twitter if you want to get into the Discord because I'm a dumbass, and I kept posting a bunk fucking link and this is i feel the best way to do it because i can just go to my yeah. phone and boop 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 send you one boom no problem yes it is it, it, um, it, it be cool it's not exclusive so just ask us and we will give you a link and just be cool yeah. while you're there because you know yeah yeah be cool or we'll kick yeah. you out sorry uh, but we want we want you to stay no yeah. we're not sorry we'll yeah. fuck you. if you're a dick yeah. you the fuck yeah. out <laughs> uh, but you know come come play games with us we're thinking yeah, about uh, split gate i'm getting into rocket league game. maybe yeah. something like that Something future. Yeah, I'm just throwing that yeah. Tetris effect out there again, y'all. Yeah. You got to. I'm gonna put Discord. <laughs> I'm gonna put. Yeah. Or you know, tabletop games. Like if you guys are interested in tabletop, like it really depends on what the whole. That group would is be. If, yeah, so. that would be dope. If anybody listening to this wants to like in on like, I have the Alien role playing game and some PDFs. Yeah, and it looks. So if, you, sick. if anyone oh, ever man. wants me to run that for them, let us. <laughs> yeah. Sounds yeah. wicked. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Death to video drum. Death to video drum, long with the new flesh. Podcast. The Lord Podcast.